Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottoms, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And damn right, this is a throwdown Thursday, baby. Cranking up the good times in the basement. Let's go ahead and get this party started right. So, first and foremost, because you know, <laughs> yeah, you know who's going to give it to you? The Twitter Terminator is going to give it to you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let that one roll for a minute. I know. X go give it to you. Fuck wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock knock. Open up the door to spill. With the non-stop pop up and stay in the style. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you It's good times, brother, man. It's good to see y'all up here on the Zoom call, man. Dude, it's it's good to see all you guys. It's been too long. It really has. It's been a dude, it has been a month, bro. It has been a month, brother. Has it only been a month? It feels like it's been about, like, a year. Well, you know, the 2020, 2021, like, the way Bruh. that, like, you know, time is weird this year, man. Or this, this week has felt like years. a <laughs> Brother. Great day. All right. So, like, <laughs> yo, it's <laughs> good to see you. Good to see you, bro. You were telling me to give you something, and I forgot what you were asking for. So, um... <laughs> yeah, I was asking you for the Leroy Jenkins soundbite. Oh, oh, that's what you wanted. Well, here you go. But hold, hold on, oh, hold on. Oh, oh. I, got, I got to tell the story first. Uh-oh, there's a story before the soundbite. So, so not, this, not this past Monday, but mm-hmm. the Monday before, mm-hmm. I'm pulling into the brewery on a Monday. Right. Now, there's, I pull into the back. There's four spots. There's one in front of a boat, one in front of a car, mm-hmm. one next to a hot tub that's just out there, and then one next to, like, a trash bin. So there's so a brewery, I, a hot tub, a trash bin. Like, what is going on? What kind of dystopian world is this? I could I couldn't make a base that effed up in Fallout. Like, what, what is this? So, so I get the spot next to the hot tub. So, you know, what trucks do? We pull forward and use our rear view camera and pull on back in. Uh-huh. And I pull back in and I... You know, in my back seat, there's this fancy backpack that someone gave me for Christmas. And uh, <laughs> I go out to get it, and all of a sudden I look on the hot tub. There's a big motherfucking snake. What? Just, just coming out of there. And I swear to goodness, dude, I am not exaggerating. This dude just flies out of there. I just said, oh, shit. <laughs> and we're next to like a... A company where guys go out and fix shit, and they're just dying laughing because they heard me <laughs> scream, oh, shit. But this snake, dude, I swear to God, he flew like three or four feet from the thing, came down and took off. And I, in my head, I'm going, this motherfucker listens to a sports crew because he knows what soundbite we about to play. <laughs> And scared the bejesus out of me. I walk into the brewery and I said, that Tom, who's the brewmaster, I said, Tom, I don't know if I need coffee today, bro, because a snake just scared the bejesus out of me and I'm good to go. Man, that, that snake's been deep diving on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know about you, Shannon, but hold I, on, I think hold on. I'd probably. Because some came in the mail today. These nuts. <laughs> 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 <Got him. laughs> 
That snake got you, dude. <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. My internet connection is crap for some reason. So, like, that video, like, I had to press play. And it was buffered. And it's been buffered and loaded up, man. Like, everything's, like, choppy trying to play it. Aww. So, uh, yeah, my internet connection, at least the Zoom call is holding. But everything else is, like, on the struggle bus, bro. Don't jinx it. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> got I was going to say, Shannon, I don't know about you, but I probably would have peed myself just a little bit. <laughs> Just yeah. a little bit outside. <laughs> oh no, man! Luckily, luckily, I had to pee before I got in the truck, so I think I was, <laughs> that probably, that's probably what saved me. So, but good lord, man! I was just like, I was a little on edge, especially leaving work that night. I was kind of like just tiptoeing to the truck, like looking, like okay. So, you thought that snake was gonna be back there to get you? Hey man, I didn't know if he was gonna bring back up or what. So. Yeah, that's, that's snake was gonna bring some, bring some back up. Yeah, there you go. That's uncle is auntie. I can see this thing now. Look, yo, there's this asshole. We got to get him. Hey man, what, what, was the old, what was the old Adam Sandler? I got a snake. I got a snake, man. man. <laughs> I some beer. Yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, I, I, I think Whitfield can probably do that uh, that old Adam Sandler CD kind of era voice pretty well. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you are on point on that. <laughs> Randy's got the Trebek fuck him, and, and Whit, Whitfield's got the old Adam Sandler jobby. There you go. <laughs> it's all good, and, man. And McGuffin's got the got the Bulls intros. Yes, oh, dude. Yeah. Did you give the Snake a Bulls intro? I just want to know. <laughs> I think you wanted to give him a. Uh, oh, oh no! You got to have the motherfucking Snake. <laughs> <laughs> all I can say, man, is that Snake took one look at you and was like, "Fuck him." Look. <laughs> Not while I'm drinking my beer, Randy. <laughs> There you go, McGuffin. He's slivering this way and that. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's awesome, dude. That is is on point. I think Matt should do the intro. (laughs) Adam Sandler style? Yes. (laughs) To to the Bulls music. Oh, your, your your internet's buffering, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> oh well. Fuck them. Maybe <laughs> maybe there's a snake wrapped around my like <laughs> fiber optic <laughs> fiber optic cable, man. Why don't you go spray with a wasp can? Maybe <laughs> yeah. Uh, never know. That might that might actually work. Well, anyway, let's get everybody up in here. Let's get everybody. Let's get everybody in here, man. Whew, man, Mark, it is good to see you, bro. Likewise, brother. Yeah, man. Look at you dropping all kinds of love for Megan on her fortieth, bro. Good husband work. Thank you, thank you. We had a good time. Exactly. Uh, they thank you for like all your help, everybody. Well, you know, it was good to see Shannon snuggling up with Grogu up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of that was Amber's like, we have to buy it because I made her watch Mandalorian. Nice quality. <laughs> 
Mark, like, if you insist, uh, I can buy it. Sure, we'll, we'll, we'll tough it out, hon, you bet. It's like, no, no, oh, okay, okay. Okay. 100% there, Randy, yep. <laughs> Twist my arm. And if there was anybody here that was going to have, like, a Grogu body pillow, my first bet would not have been MacGuffin, but... Oh, it would have been Penny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure now that she's... She knows about it. She knows about it. I'm sure she hasn't gone and bought it yet, to be perfectly honest. But, All right. Not yet. It's not too it late. Ha it, it'll not happen, yet. I'm sure. It's not too late. Mark, you ready to hit your cue, bro? Yes, sir. All right, man. Three, brew, and fun. <laughs> what the hell? What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. It's like 50 times, right? Yeah. Zoom. Zoom stifles the woo. Zoom is Zoom stifles the woo. It just sounds weird. Yeah, it sounded like Galaga shooting the gun. That's like a that was like a pew pew. Like that's like a legit video video game effect, man. Try try a more subdued Zoom friendly woo. Here we go. Woo. That's a moo, not a woo. <laughs> you can, uh, no, well, that explains why you were dropping cow patties before the podcast. Now I understand. Oh. <laughs> woo! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> mark, Mark, Mark. It's amazing. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great because you're all like, well, you know, I can't promise there's any celebrities in this video uh, that you made for Megan. But there was, in fact, a celebrity in the video. It was so. How did you, uh, and, and for anybody that's not familiar, you used uh, cameo. I did, I did. So I wanted, I wanted to make a a, a very sweet video. It's my 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 lovely wife Megan's 40th birthday yesterday. So a few weeks in advance, I started setting up, uh, get some some friends, loved ones, family, uh, some sports crew helped out and we had a bunch of awesome people submit videos uh wishing her a happy birthday and it was a lot of fun and i really hadn't thought about that and wasn't planning for it until like two days before i was like you know what It'd be fun to like drop something really random in there let me see let me look up i'd never used it before but for anybody who's not familiar yeah this is a very interesting service called cameo and uh you can find a whole wide variety of stuff it's, it's smart i'd say especially in the pandemic i think a lot of different musicians celebrities you know YouTubers, uh, you know, actors, a, a little bit of everything, athletes, um, will just, you know, be there and you, you pay a set, set fee and you can basically, you know, ask them to say whatever you'd like. And uh, it's, it's really cool. So uh, I, she's a huge Washington Capitals hockey fan. So mm -hmm. uh, Lars Eller, the guy who actually scored the winning goal for the championship season, uh, winning goal of the, the championship winning game. Uh, was on there and I was like, "That's perfect. Let's do this." And he was really friendly, quick turnaround. So uh, I got to sneak that right in the middle of the video because once they give it to you, you you own it. And I mean, so you can download it. So oh, you didn't have to, you didn't have to buy it as like an NFT because that's all the rage these days. <laughs> yeah, it is. Thankfully not. Uh, so I mean, certainly it has the cameo watermarks on it, but uh, but I was able to, to download it and just sneak it right in the middle of this video. So yeah, I made just kind of a silly joke at the beginning, like there won't be any celebrities or anything like that in here. And sure enough, right in the middle, I snuck that in there. There you go <laughs> well done man thank you thank you yeah and uh, you know I, I told you earlier you know because the cameo is like a little side hustle for like famous people right or yeah. I, I guess people that have done something that you're like i hey, mean i'd love to get like this person to say whatever birthdays or happy anniversary and uh it, it's actually a pretty robust market for that and uh like it's just super rando man 
But I mean, there's like like college coaches that do it, players that do it, all kinds of people that do it. Uh, oh, just yeah. remember, like, I, you don't have to pay me, man. I'll I'll, I'll do videos for you for free. <laughs> For now, I, pre- I appreciate that. Now yeah. I worry that now that you know you've got cameo in your head, I, I fear next time you might be like, well, I don't know, five bucks and like a nice like twelve pack. You know, it's- <laughs> I would, yes, you would have to like uh, Amazon me some beer or something like local delivery, <laughs> and that would take care. I, I, I'd be happy you know, to do that. You know, that would be really funny, by the way, if we all like did uh, like randomly like uh, bought each other like beer. You know, um, but you did uh, whatever your uh, local delivery service, right? <laughs> so uh, this is Amazon Fresh or Whole Foods, just different things. Um, yeah. And like, you just like, why is there this six pack that showed up? I mean, we'd get you know milk delivered for Whitfield, but the rest of us would get some beers <laughs> or some Bartles and Lames. If I if I could find Bartles and James that I could get delivered for Whitfield, I, I would. I don't know. Zima. Get some Zima. Zima. Some Zima. <laughs> Who's got the keys oh, to my Beamer? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, side hustles, man. Like, Mark, I think I found – I don't know if this is better for you or better for the entire sports room. And I, I, I'm not sure if this is like an Onion-esque gag article, but I, I saw it and I was like, I immediately thought of you. and Well, us, but really of you. So the headline is uh, – it just says, South Carolina mom makes $4,000 a month. Selling videos of herself farting. <laughs> she uses OnlyFans. Oh my god! <laughs> She's forty-eight. Was a travel agent, right? And she 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 was like a cam girl or a cam lady or a cam person, whatever. Uh, but it, there's a great line in this, right? Unbelievable as it might sound, Emma has designed her diet around her profession. She eats foods that will ensure she makes more money from her hustle. For this reason, she eats a lot of Mexican food, salad, avocados, and asparagus. One of my favorites is coleslaw and baked beans mixed together. Mm. Oh my god. And that just sounds so incredibly dangerous. Yeah, I mean... I, I, a, I immediately want to know, like, uh, well, I'm curious if she's married, has a you know long time boyfriend, Seriously. something like that. Yes, she's married. That, that, that <laughs> Her, I, the, I, he has he has to be into that. I mean, like, and no, know. in the article, she's like, um, uh, it said the videos are only recorded when no one else is home. And her husband knows about it, although she claims he is not into farts at all. <laughs> hey, if it's bringing in 4K a month, go for it. Yo, let me tell you what, man. <laughs> do what you gotta do. This She does most of her business through OnlyFans, where she uses the name at Fartin' Tart. <laughs> and she sells, cu- <laughs> she sells custom video clips for seven dollars a minute god dang fart fart fetishes dude i did not know there was like like legit a market for fart fetishes bro no i mean a i I figure we just basically might as well assume that (laughs) 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 i mean that that would probably go for like can you make like maybe they need to next make like audio nfts and that that i could make some coin off that that's an nfp <laughs> poo, <laughs> non fungible poo, man. I don't know. That sounded pretty fungible. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But I was just gonna say, like, I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> Good on her for this random ass hustle. I mean, to be fair, like four grand a month isn't like that amazing of money. It's 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 ridiculous for what she's doing for, for farting. It. 
You know exactly. what? I, I mean, I gotta. I live with a seven-year-old boy. Do you know how much farting he does? If I could convert that to cash, are you kidding? I get convert it. that I'm to just, crypto. I'm just <laughs> saying, right. you can't, well, I would. You can't, re you can't retire retire on that alone. But I'm saying for like what she's doing for it, like good on her. That's ridiculous. It's bizarre as hell. I wouldn't want to be in that house because I imagine it stinks like oh hell. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's random as hell. That's random. Justin, what's that jingle you always play? What do, oh, oh, if oh! You need cat if you, your son you, farts you, or if your wife farts and you need cash now. Yeah, hold, 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 hold on, that's Jamie. Call only fans. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got, I got to get the right video. I got to get the right video. Oh man. Well, there's, I guess there's a couple. There's certainly this one, but while I dig up the correct. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I, I, I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social Seriously. awareness. That's yeah, Matthew take a piss, Don't take a shit in the porta potties. Thanks, McVeigh. It must have. Now we know who was doing it. It was Goff. It was, yeah, it was Jared it was, Goff. That's why he got traded. It was Goff dropping logs off, man. That's what happened. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Sir, sir, they sent his ass to Detroit for pooping in the porta potty. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Oh. Seven, seven, fart now. That that part, the Viking helmet dude. You know he's he's on. <laughs> you know Viking helmet dude is on OnlyFans cranking him out, dude. <laughs> you get long term payments, but you need cash. Farts now. Eight seven seven farts now. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> oh God. That would have been a fun jingle to come up with. It's your money. For that. Use it when you need it. <laughs> but you know what, though? What? <clears throat> you know what? That that lady, her her hot side hustle is always second to that guy in Italy, who didn't show up to work for fifteen years. And oh, got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does that even work? I don't know. I he's don't a know. genius. Unless he's got to pay it all back. Then it's uh, that's when you just leave the country and get out. Of there. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> anyway, although, although I guess I guess if if Mark started doing that as a side hustle, we'd have to change his intro song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dropping bombs. <laughs> although I know Mark would make more than 4K a month, which which would mean he'd totally get good charlotted. I'm just saying. Oh no. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh huh. You get nickelbacked. <laughs> nah, that's too cheap. That's why I said it. <laughs> if anybody in the sports brew was gonna make a living of gas for cash, who would it be? Mark. <laughs> I don't know, man. It depends on what we're eating. <laughs> Does it? Who has IBS? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm full of BS, but I don't know that I that counts. I don't know that, that counts as IBS. You know what I mean? Intestinal BS. <laughs> yeah. Other than that one time, I had like the the paralytic ilias, and my intestines are paralyzed. I don't know if that counts though. <laughs> 
Food poisoning, man. It'll do a number on you, bro. <laughs> I mean, shit. Give me a bowl of Cheerios and I'm ready to go. Uh, crazy. And the captain's the, the, the one who had uh, the uh, random uh, toilet, <laughs> toilet stop and, and run away you know, character. The who? Well, I was trying to think of the best way to put it, but uh, uh, toilet overflowing and then you know fleeing the scene oh, person. Oh, barf one. <laughs> oh, barf one. <laughs> oh, good old block one. Yeah, thanks, guy. <laughs> Way to go! Floods, I'm so floods glad. The, floods the toilet and flees the scene. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You know, it's not like you're in a place of employ. Like, like I could halfway understand when you've got a janitor. I'm not saying it's right, but if you've got a janitorial <laughs> staff, right, a custodial staff, you're like, oh crap, totals messed up. And you get like radio. <laughs> like, There's a problem in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, or report it. It's like the right. con- the concierge of fail. Hey guys, there's a problem in the restroom, you know. But at your, if you go to a do, if you go to somebody's house and jack their John up, you know what I'm saying, and run away, you're a dickhead, man. That is not cool. No, nope. that is nope. not cool. Can't do it. Supremely not cool. You you have to get the plunger, and you know you got to deal with it. Look, let me tell you. All right, we all know that Chloe's got a history of dropping some serious serious logs. <laughs> so at at I can't believe I'm going to tell you all this story. So um. At her NM daycare that she was staying with, she ended up, she just had a beast. She just dropped, dropped, you know, onto the giant log, man. And so they tried to flush it down, man. And it, and it just, it, no deal, no deal. So no deal. like they, they were calling, they were like, oh my God, the total cell stopped up, blah, 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 blah. We're going to have to call a plumber. I was like, no. I, I, and I, <laughs> like, I was like, I got this. So I went ahead and got the snake. That's for you, Shannon. You know, got, got the snake, and I went. I went. And I, no wonder that snake came after. That's me. right. I went and I sna- It took me like I don't know half an hour, but I snaked that bastard out of there. <laughs> or it felt like half an hour. It was some serious work, dude. But I, I got I shot some brown down the tank. That was the end of that thing, man. Like yeah. Well, that's taking it back way yeah. old school. That is way old school. Anyway, all right. Well, let's. We got a couple more people to intro. This is this is a lot of. This is what happens when it's been like a month since we've recorded, and we're we we know we have sports to talk about, and we tell lots of stupid stories, and that's what you get. So that's all right. Anyway, look, Randy, y'all ass. The 49ers do not need pits. Get out of my face with that. Hey, don't be I'll, don't be greedy. Hey, I, I can't you know I can't control what they do. It's not, <laughs> and if they did, great. If not, I just whatever. As long as whoever they draft actually performs, I really don't care. Who they draft no, I, I, yeah, I hear you. Well, I mean, they paid a you know it's a pretty big jump to go to three. So, like I thought it was for Trey Lance. My initial reaction, and, and the draft is it, it it goes the way it goes, man. There's a lot of smoke screens and misinformation and. You always have to remember when it's like NFL draft season, like there's a lot of clickbait out there and there's a lot of, oh, I'm hearing or there could be or this is what somebody say, says or their reports, blah, 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 blah. Look, man, it, it it's only an idiot team telegraphs everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, are yeah. there are there teams that have done that? Hell yeah. Because they effed up. Because if people know what you're doing, like you haven't done your job right as an organization. Right, unless you're in the one hole. I mean, like the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, like, duh, that that's different. Like when you got the number one pick, that's a different deal, right? But for the 49ers, depending on what they want, 
yeah, okay, Pitts, uh, sure. But, I mean, realistically, if you make that move, the expectation is that it's for a quarterback. And then it's just mm-hmm. parsing out and figuring out who it's going to be. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Fields, whatever. You know, and, and I thought it was a – I mean, that's an aggressive move. And I, I originally thought it was for Lance, but, I mean, who knows what they, what they actually do. As a 49ers fan, what do you, who do you hope it is? Or maybe who do you hope it is not? <laughs> maybe that's a better question. <laughs> at, at this point, I'm just as long as we don't go Raiders and like Darius Hayward Bay, that sort that sort of type of pick in general, not you know just you know wide receiver whatever. Just I want someone who's going to make an impact. Obviously, obviously, if we go quarterback, I need I want someone who's not going to play right away. I want him to sit at least a season. You know, if Garoppolo does great this year, he increases his value. And if the kid we ever draft is ready to go, you know, we can trade Garoppolo for maybe a third or second round pick, depending on how he performs this year. Hmm. Um, I'm looking at uh, all these pro days and the fact that the Niners are at all these different quarterbacks uh, pro days. And I'm seeing like, my biggest concern is if they did go fields, mm-hmm. does he really end up living up to the one and done in terms of the one read and, and uh, just throw it or, is he, you know, but I did notice like with his pro day, the second time around, he actually changes footwork. He actually learned from the coaches mm-hmm. and actually changed up his style a little bit. So at least he's coachable. Yeah. So that's a positive. But in between Lance and Jones, I mean, those guys, I watched some of their throws, and it was just like, damn, these guys are just throwing dimes. But, again, yeah. it's also not game situation. It's, you know, no. you're just pra- essentially no. just practicing for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it, when you, you should rock out. If you're, like, an NFL-level talent, you should rock out in the underwear Olympics, right? Like if you Pretty can't much. if you can't hack it, the underwear yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you can't hack it at your own pro day, right, or during the combine, like what the hell are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Well, especially <laughs> since you're catching passes from guys that you have some rapport with, or like uh, just someone who's a, a decent receiver versus yeah. what you may end up getting in the preseason. So that's going to be crazy. Only three games in the preseason this year. But I'm fine with that. I mean, I guess eventually we're going to be two preseason games and 18 regular season games. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't um, know how I feel about that. Yeah. I, I will say, you know, Jones is interesting. And in, in I think, let's be honest, like Shanahan had a love affair with like Kirk Cousins, right? Quarterback love affair with Cousins. Yeah. He did. And, you know, you certainly think about his time in, in Atlanta with, with Ryan. And I think there's something to be said for what he wants a quarterback to do. And that's, you know, help him execute his vision for the offense, ball placement. Um, and yes, Shannon, I said ball. Uh, ball placement and, and being being a smart guy. You know what I'm saying? And But I, I think Shanahan can get his offense to work. Like, you know how An- Andy Reid can put a guy in a position to be successful. I mean, God bless. I mean, how good did he make Donovan McNabb look, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah Redskins, you dummies, have fun with him. See ya. Um, <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> Suckers. Uh, but, I mean, like, I mean, Mahomes is a great talent, clearly. But, you know, Reed puts people in, in positions to be successful. And I think Shanahan puts players in position to be successful. 
And then it's a matter of execution. You obviously have some other variables in play. So we can talk about the frustration of the 49ers offense in the Super Bowl and what you know maybe Jimmy G did or didn't do or what he missed, et cetera. Um, but I think there's a pattern there if you think about Ryan, you think about Cousins. So I could certainly see the attraction to Jones uh, from an accuracy standpoint, a decision-making standpoint, and then just being able to you know place the ball you know, to execute the offense. But certainly a guy like, you know, Lance, maybe you don't have, you know, as many games on tape, as many games have have been played. Uh, Then you're getting into, you know, projecting somebody's potential and what they can be. And, you know, I've certainly heard positive things, at least, you know, listening to all the sports talk and, you know, Mm -hmm. watching the shows about about Lance's approach and mindset. And and that matters. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. I just, I don't know, man, I, I'm not a 49ers fan, but I am a believer that there's certain franchises that the league is better when they're better, and the 49ers are one of them because of the fan base, because of the ratings, and, you know, it's a good squad, man. That was a tough year for y'all last year, tough year for y'all last year from the injury standpoint, but I, I, I don't know, man. With, <laughs> Matt, if you had to make the make the call right now, who do you think the 49ers take? Matt Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolute, absolute, absolute. And the only reason I think the old adage is you can't teach you can teach you can't teach speed. You can't, but you can, you can't teach smarts. It was always something Bill Walsh said. I was hearing somebody <laughs> talk about it. Shut up. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> oh my lord! I don't even know what you're trying to say there. <laughs> they're close enough. They're not that far removed from the Super Bowl. They've got the defense is still good. Mm-hmm. They've got offensive players. Why are you gonna wait a year out with Grappolo on the potential of somebody? Mm-hmm. The potential when you know with Matt Jones, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in college ever. He comes from. I mean, he's smart. I keep on hearing. Sarkeesian saying, well, we're just going to slowly open the playbook up over the season. And mm-hmm. maybe by the time the end of the season comes around, what well, we might have about half the playbook to his available. Mm-hmm. By the end of the season, they have the full playbook open. The guys, the kid's smart. He remembers. He doesn't make a lot of the same mistakes ever. And I think with a team like that, with a quarterback like that, mm-hmm. the 49ers aren't going to pick this high again. So you you would you would think not. You would think would this think is not. a for as good as the team should be, that this is a window of opportunity. Um and certainly you expect Lawrence is off the board. You figure the Jets are taking Zach, and then it's it's just they just have to make a decision. Jones, Fields, Lance. You if know, it's I, not if it's not Jones, it's Lance. I don't think it's Fields. Yeah, I I, I, I think th- Fields has too much of a learning curve. <clears throat> I think In I'd my be opinion. yeah. I think I'd be most surprised. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I think I would be most surprised if it was Fields. Uh, again, I originally thought that was a that was a, that was an all in chips in move for Lance to sit, but you know, Jones, Lance, eh, maybe it's for Jamar Chase. You never know, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he so, was the best look, receiver on that LSU championship team, and Justin Jefferson broke. Tons of records last year as a rookie. I mean, God bless. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to draft wide receivers because it's sure as hell in the first round because it's sure as hell in Green Bay. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, if no one wants to draft them, I'm sure Indianapolis would be gra- glad to take them. 
Uh, Gi- Giants I mean, on line one, time for receivers, yes. Uh, y'all need a line. How about um, get some blocking first? Receivers, too, and, and a line. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you got Galladay. You're good. A lot of things. With the first pick in the draft, the Giants take Najee Harris, running back <laughs> <in> Alabama. Because <laughs> our running back can't stay healthy. Oh, that's messed up. That's why you get the line. That's why you get a lineman to go with the guy Andre Thomas you got last year. Oh, watch the Packers fizzle out again, but sure. Never ending. It's never Ooh. ending. Ooh, Boy, I tell ready. you, between the I I miss Packers this. drafting quarterbacks, I know. Now, you know that's, that's the fun thing. The two of you guys, we, we know you're never going to give it up. We understand. <laughs> you know, it's just fantastic. Again, my you question get is always just from wh- Eli Manning for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. Packers are not in the the NFC East. Why does he hate Eli so much? Why does he have such an obsession? It's so funny. (laughs) I like giving you shit a bit. I know it is, but I'm allowed to say, like, what the fuck? Where where did it come from? Like, why are you getting your panties in a wad? I'm not. I think it's fucking funny. (laughs) Then stop. Okay, then why do you say I keep on saying it? You're not getting all flustered over there. I'm not obsessed. You're like, like you're fucking obsessed. Oh, no, 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 no. Why are you so obsessed? You're not in the same division. (laughs) Know your enemy. (laughs) Oh, you guys. On today's morning. (laughs) Y'all are so funny, funny, man. Uh, Speaking of the Packers and knowing your enemies, you know, one of my favorite things over the the past couple of weeks uh, was Jim McMahon saying that Chicago was where quarterbacks went to die. No, he's lying. No, he's not lying. But it was no, he's not, dude. That was stone cold ruthless, bro. Oh my god! I mean, Cutler, McMahon, um, <laughs> McMahon got smart. Well, he got I, out. You know, I forgot the Mc, I for, I had forgotten that McMahon was a uh, Favre's backup in uh, what ninety five, ninety six, whenever they won the Super Bowl. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, it was him and Peterson. Mm-hmm. The two backups. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, he got another ring. Green Bay, you got to thank the 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 Packers for that. But he was, he, you know, he was on some show or podcast, or whatever, talking about, you know, how great the uh, Packers organization was. Uh, and it's just like if you're a Bears fan, that that, that has to just kind of wound you. That stings. A I mean, bit. doesn't it? Doesn't it have to hurt a little bit if you're, you know, if you're a diehard Bears fan here hearing your dude. Like, just being like, nah, man, that's where quarterbacks go to die. But at the same token, as a Bears fan, you sort of know it's true. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Aspie would uh, admit that much. Yeah. yeah. As a Packers fan, I think you just want Brett Favre to keep on talking about social issues in public. Cause, you know, really? You're not going <laughs> to? Although Brett he, Favre just he, needs to he silence did. himself a little bit. Yeah, he, he, did, he did say, well, maybe Brett Favre can, uh, you know, go help the Raiders with social media. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Although I think it's funny, like, you know, he, he had this thing about, oh, we should keep politics out of sports. Bah. It's like... All these dudes have platforms. Some of them leverage it really well, and they certainly get attention. And some of it's just what you make of it. But I'm not of the mindset that it's the what do they used to say to basketball players? Shut up and dribble the ball, right? Like I, I just, I, I just think in a social media environment, it, it, there's so <clears throat> much connectivity with things and you know platforms for people. In, unless you're a dumb dumb, uh, I think you can have and make can have fun and leverage those tools you just have to be mindful that if you dip your toes in really volatile social issue orders that sometimes it's going to blow up in your face as long as you can live with that have at it 
I mean, as long no. as you're not sending dick pics, you'd, you'd be okay. Well, but and wait, this is Brad. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know we don't really want to go deep down that path. And I, no. I, my only comment would just be that, yeah, I mean, uh, you hope that any public figure, athletes that choose, athlete, actor, or whatever, yes. that chooses to speak out on a social issue, yes, they should be informed about it. Uh, but yeah, you don't get to be, you know, this celebrity obsessed culture who wants them to be, you know, be ready to entertain you and, and do whatever you want, you know, dance for you when you want entertainment. But the moment they, you know, speak out or, or say something that opposes what you think, like, oh, my God, just just shut up. Do your job. Just yeah. act. No, or, that's not the way it works anymore. No. Not go, today. Go say, no, um, we're not going to like a verdict, so we're going to not going to work. So for be prepared for work outages for the NBA, like they kind of set it up to be if things didn't go that way, which I think is kind of bullshit. Well, but it, it did go that way, so well, it ended up the way it should have. But yeah, no, it 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 did. That's a pretty loaded topic, and I, yeah, I don't have, I don't, I don't so much have an issue talking about that. But that's not kind of where I wanted to go tonight because I wanted to be a little bit more lighthearted than fun. But I think the reality is you just whatever you're gonna do, you know, if you're gonna get into you know, political political commentary as an actor, athlete, celebrity, whatever. Then you just you just have to understand what the weight of that is, and is there value in it? Absolutely. But if you're going to put it out there, number one, I hope you have a reasonably informed position and opinion. I hope you do. Okay, but there's some things, you know, once you start firing the messages off or the you know, Instagrams or the tweets or the, what did what did Belichick call it? was it face face space or something? I forget what he's <laughs> I forget what Belichick yeah, used to call stuff. <clears throat> um, fa- <laughs> my book, I don't remember what he used to call the crap, but you know, if, if you're dipping your toes in it. You have to be able to ride the wave, and if if you're going to be controversial, or you're going to whether you're you know left or right or whatever, if you dip your toes in the water, man, just be mindful of the blowback. Just if you just yeah. uh, you, you have to be able to handle the the people that either disagree with you or think you're full of crap or going to you know, the proverbial shut up and dribble crowd for whatever sport you're in. You know, you just have to be able to handle it, and not not everybody can. Some people don't want the limelight. Some people don't want the attention. Some people don't want the impact on their brand. Uh, I think that, you know, to me, the most important thing is whatever it is that you believe in and however you want to argue it, uh, just be able to support it and own it. If you do those two things and you're willing to do that, then I have a lot of, then I respect, I respect your position, even if I don't agree with it. Like LeBron. So, well, uh, you know, are you talking about the tweet he deleted? Is that, where, is that where you're going with? Mm-mm. No? It was another one. Well, I forgot what it is. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. So, and, and that's, I mean, it's a volatile environment right now. Uh, justifiably so. There's a lot of loaded, loaded things at the moment. You know, a lot of loaded social and political commentary. And uh, there's value in that. But again, some of that's a, a bit of a minefield. And not everybody is, is either established enough to be able to do that. <laughs> Or is, you know, in a position where they can uh, make an informed opinion without, you know, feeling like they're they're just getting crushed. So, uh, you know, it's a fine line. But if, if you're going to dip your toes in it, I hope you have a, a well-reasoned position, even if people disagree with you. And if it blows up in your face, just own it. I, I, don't, need, I don't need everybody in the world to agree with me. And I'm not here to agree with everybody in the world. All right? 
not interested in that. That would make everything really boring. But there are times where things do feel like they push bounds and sometimes they cross lines negatively. You can push bounds and cross a line positively and you can push bounds and cross a line negatively. And hopefully, you know, whatever, whoever you are, you know, um, people get caught up in, in, and we like kind of sarcastic and dark humor and twisted humor. And sometimes we say absolutely ludicrous things here and we know they're ludicrous, you know, and if you know us, then, you know, you can kind of sniff out when we're just, you know, jacking around a little bit versus being serious. And some people lose the nuance of that. Uh, and it's tough. And sometimes people take banter or venting or, you know, shenanigans and they take it as, as, you know, virtual gospel and th- that can cause some issues too. But, you know, again, just have an informed stance, try not to, you know, over rush to judgment without having you know, as many facts as you can. Uh, but if you're going to do it, man, just own it, be genuine and own it. And I think people respect that a lot more than stuff that feels forced or, you know, I guess the, the popular term these days would be like woke culture and some of that stuff. But it, it's, we got a lot going on in this country right now. We got a lot going on in the world and a lot going on in the country. So there's, there's just, there's a lot of minefields out there, man. <laughs> there's a lot of minefields, dude. There's a lot. It's a, th- this has been, it's a hell of a time to be alive, man. And some people suck at navigating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people are terrible. They're probably out there hanging out with with a hot tub, a brewery, and a snake. It <laughs> <laughs> does sound like a bad SNL skit, doesn't it? Yeah, dude, it's so it's. I'm telling you, the spots. It's in the grass behind the spot. So there's the boat, the car, the hot tub, and then like the trash bin. And and it's it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And I. Dude, this week I looked and I got out of my truck slowly and I I was two spaces over this time. So I was like, okay. Cunts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, make sure this <clears throat> mofo ain't trying to come get me again. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get back on track a little bit. Cause I know, Did you get um, mad in? Yeah. Okay. Do we need something else special for Whitfield? <laughs> I do. I, we're, we're so far off the rails Goddamn at this right. point. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Like your man Aaron Rodgers, man. Just relax. Relax. The one and only fantasy failhorn, Matthew yes. Philip West Whitfield. The four-banger, the four-namer. What up, brah? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> How you liking that new hat? You see you're not wearing it, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I don't want to fresh. I don't want to mess up my walk aware. Yes, that fresh. Gear. But thanks for the hat. I do appreciate that. Did you, did you already tell the guys? No, no. No. All right, go ahead and tell the story about the hat. <laughs> no. You don't want to tell the story about the hat? You what, did you find story. it on the street and give it to him? No, it's <laughs> <by> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> It was signed by Aaron Rodgers, actually. Oh, mm. snap. Yeah. Yep. Packers and it's hat. the kind of hat I hate. It's the buckle the strap. I hate buckle strap. Mm-hmm. So. I love buckle straps. I know he likes buckle straps, so I went ahead and gave it to him. Yeah. See, see, I can't do I can't do fitted hats, and I can't do Velcro hats because I got long hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, I got, I, 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 whatever, Baldy. Um. 
<laughs> you know, I I can't do it because I, I got I got curly. You know what I mean? I got I, my hair is a lot of bo- like me. My hair's got a lot of body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like Velcro is a bad deal, man. It's like not good. So I need buckle straps and fitted hats. Just slot up. <laughs> they just, they're just like nope, <laughs> poof. They can't do with it, man. Not gonna work. Not gonna work. So I I gotta have buckle strap hats. That's my deal. And anyway, so it's a it's a camo, of course, camo Packers hat. Signed by Aaron Rodgers, man. So I appreciate it. that. Was that was thoughtful of you? I appreciate that. How, it's how nice. Was this, how was this acquired? Oh God. So, in case some of y'all might not know, Alan is getting married. Not to my mom, <laughs> but uh, you're you're going deep dive into the weeds, man. Holy crap! Who's Alan? <laughs> That's too much. Side inf- project. Too much information, bro. TMI. Let's, let's just call him the side project. Just, the twenty years side project. Just say a family oh. friend. Just say a family, a family friend. friend. Just say a family friend. That, that's family all. You, that's friend. all you got. That's all you got to do. A yeah, family <laughs> friend. <laughs> Randy said it right. Um. So his uh, fiance is from up there, and his daughter, her daughter lives outside Milwaukee mm-hmm. and I think um, one of the family members has season tickets and I was like you want me to bless this wedding I go in September when you go <laughs> nice so um, he had told me she had, she had something for me uh, I didn't know what it was so when I went by his house he gave it to me mm-hmm. and I automatically I'm like I can't I didn't say it to him I can't wear this hat so I automatically I was like I know who wears hats like this so it's yep. kind of like me, yeah, but that oh, means I can I can rock a uh, my Brett Favre jersey with an Aaron Rodgers signed hat. That's pretty sweet. Yes. At that point, I guess I'll have to leave my hat on, huh? <laughs> there you go. I don't I'll think have, have we ever dropped this song on the podcast before. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Can I come hang out and I'll, I'll wear the fat seahorn jersey? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I still have the fat seahorn jersey. I love how I, some, I, I think I shared a memory on Facebook from like when we were having a Super Bowl party. And uh, Jerry was here. I don't remember if you were here, but I was wearing a fat seahorn jersey. And somebody was like, oh, I didn't know you were a Giants fan. And I'm like, I'm not. This is an inside joke. Giants jo- Packers game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is an inside joke. I don't like the Giants. What the hell? <laughs> Although I did, I was hoping they were going to have a better, you know, I was rooting for them in that Super Bowl where they got obliterated by the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ha- file that under championship games that you would like to forget about. Oh, how convenient, Gonzaga Baylor. <laughs> by the way, that, that Giants-Ravens was my 21st birthday, like, oh wow, Jesus. weekend in the Virgin Islands because the, the ship you, went there. Did you take Kerry Collins out to party with you? Is that what <laughs> happened to him? I don't know, man. I didn't pay for – I, I party for two nights straight, and I didn't pay for a drink, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed you even remember that. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna have to just plead the fifth as I was getting ready to say something, but <laughs> I had a good time. I would hope I'm so. Sure. And yeah. he's your 21st, so I was like, I was like 10. Jesus, you were 10? <laughs> Whatever, dude. Were you even born yet? Full of shit. Look, your, your wife's dead. not robbing the cradle that bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
That would be a serious dilemma. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> True story. Oh, random song drops. Always one of my favorite things to do. Oh, snap. Yeah, well, you do that. And I, I keep wanting to tell a joke. It's, it's not that funny, but my, my segue to get us away from the like heavier stuff was going to be, well, at least we're not Matt Gates. Because, you know, that's something positive for us all to feel. So, you know, I mean, it is positive. I mean, boy. bro. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That is a very big positive. <laughs> However. Uh, that's so bitch. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> all right. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. Reminder for everybody. If you want to keep something secret, don't publicly leave your Venmo open. Just, just <laughs> advice for everybody to think about. <laughs> Alright, Justin A, All you right, know what soundbite you have to get. What? What, the Humpty Dance? Look, Matt Gates, if she... Matt Gates, Gates, look, if if she don't know this song, she too young for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, look, zoom, zoom, zoom wouldn't let Shannon's raw through. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Oh, and I guess real, real quick, man, we gotta uh, rest in peace, Shock G. Oh man, dude. We Rough just go run. ahead and do salute a clock with all the RIPs. I, I mean, yeah, that's, holy, good. That's, holy, good. that's a good call. Holy crap, dude. I mean, I know it's been a month since we recorded, so a lot of stuff has happened. I, mean, I totally get that. And um, DMX passed away. I mean, that totally sucked. But, I mean, some some of these guys are, you know, they're they're <laughs> ripcording out young, man. You know what 50s. I'm saying? Look, when I was a teenager, somebody in their 50s like seemed really old, okay? Look, I'm going to be 44 this year. Someone that's 57 doesn't seem that old anymore. That's all I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 50 and 60 is not that old. You know, and and we're in a tough we're in a tough age bracket. I mean, other than Mark, the rest of us are in a tough age bracket because you know, you think we're we're in our 40s and uh, you know, I mean, it's just the next decade's going to be really tough. On a lot of that stuff, and that's just it's like personal and familial. Let alone getting into like pop culture and music icons and people that we grew up with. That you know, other than Betty White, who will live forever, and Keith Richards, protect her at all costs. <laughs> protect her at all costs. Yeah, national uh, treasure. But yeah, yeah, DMX. That that one sucked, man. That sucked a lot of ass. Mm. Oh, deed. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, you know we probably would have recorded um, the other. You know, there's been a couple weeks we had a spring break thing, so we did a lot of family stuff. But I needed I needed some downtime, man. After um, after Blue Pass, and, I, and it's weird because I, I didn't think she was gonna make it through Christmas, <laughs> and then that dog just held on, dude. That dog just absolutely held on. But it was you know we were just at a point where. It, it wasn't going to get better. I mean, she had a good day. And I remember, you know, uh, Shannon and, and Matt, of course, I appreciate y'all coming over and being, you know, support and uh, helping me out with Blue. And then just being able to say goodbye to her. Um, that, that, that was a good day. She, she, she had a good day. She had a really she, good day. We yeah. gave her a lot of treats. And, oh, my God. Uh, she had a lot of treats. 
a lot of treats. She took a big ass dump about an hour before she passed. <laughs> yeah, she uh, did. Got her to get the tennis ball one last time. You know, got her got her some lovin's. She got a lot of loving. She got a lot of loving that day. She, she got a lot of lovin's yeah. and. You know, when the vet came, I I went up to the uh, thing, and uh, that was only because I didn't want to see your kids see me shed some tears, man. Because, oh God, yeah. Uh, Matt, I think Matt and I both shed some tears because mm-hmm. I mean, 17, 18 years, bro. Yeah, no, that that was the, she was a great she was a great dog, and it, it's always hard when they're old and kind of at the end and you know, they have, you know, some incontinence issues or they're just, you know, a four legged mess sometimes, but they still have their moments where you're like, Oh, puppy love, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you remember that. And, you know, it was tough. That was, that was a hard thing to do. And, uh, you know, Matt, I remember you asked me like, are you sure? And I'm like, of course I'm not sure. (laughs) You know, I got somebody here to put the dog down, but we did the, the home euthanasia and we spent the really the whole day outside. And, um, she had a good day. She, she had a great day. At least I like to believe she had a great day and, uh, held her and I was with her all the way through the end. And, uh, that was tough, but I appreciate you guys coming over and, and helping out. And, um, you know, I miss her, but it was a tough month, man. We had Momo died randomly and just dropped dead in the driveway. That sucked. And then having to put blue down. So we had, we had some stuff going on that, you know, obviously impacted, uh, recording schedules a little bit. And then, just needed some downtime and did some family stuff and it was nice. Um, but yeah, uh, blue rest in peace, girl. Love you. I know. I always think, um, and I know people that aren't, aren't pet people or pet lovers that, you know, they're like, yeah, whatever. It's a, it's a dog. Who cares? That's not how I look at stuff, man. You know, she's family. I, I don't call my dog, my kids. I don't do that. I, I got friends that do. I, I don't do that, but I do. I've, I do view our pets as family, and um, you know, she was part of the family for a long time. She was with me through a lot, dude. <laughs> she, that dog was with me through a lot of BS, and uh, and she was always with me, man. And so, and she always will be. She always will be. She always have a little piece of my heart. And um, you know, I always think about those things they say, like uh, you know, pets are only part. They're they're a part of your life, but you're their entire life. And I think it's always important to remember that. And, you know, I, and so I, I do, I just raise a glass, I just raise a glass to blue and, you know, I love you pups and I appreciate, you know, the life that we shared and I'm going to miss you and I'm going to knock a little, a little of this dog for said 60 minute back, uh, in your honor. You're my boy, Ert. you're my girl, blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, say if I could real quick, I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, I know there's, 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 there's a whole lot of love. Uh, whenever we're together, well, I mean, when we're not together, I mean, the, the, the brew is a lot of love. Uh, we're, we're all, we, we may not be blood brothers, but we are brothers, um, always. And, uh, I, I think, uh, every single one of us would, would, uh, would, uh, give each other the shirt off our back, you know, um, all the things that could be said about, you know, non, non-blood brothers. I was really grateful. I mean, I, I, you know. I miss you guys from being up here, uh, and I'm really grateful that that y'all were able to be such quality support and 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 give give Justin and all of uh, Team Awesome love and support, you know, during that. Um, and I mean, I I knew Blue and Roxy, you know, ever since I knew you, you and um, you know, my family is you know 
dog obsessed, you know, we'll always have dogs. My, my immediate family, me and Megan, I mean, love dogs. So dogs yeah. are absolutely family. And both those dogs were, were real special to me too. I'm, I mean, I'm glad Megan and I were able to do a little something, uh, for you all. Yeah, but, that, uh, dude, that was super sweet. That was, that was a surprise. It was super sweet. And I appreciate well, y'all doing that. That was very, it was, it was, was very it thoughtful. Was we could do. It was the least we could do from afar. Um, this is a great, great organization that's, um, they, they help, uh, uh, Plant, plant a tree in honor of uh of, of somebody and and so we want to do a little something but uh yeah i, I just want to say i mean I'm, i appreciate you know all y'all being real supportive of the greens when they were you know when that happened and that that was uh, was really tough for for everybody and um but i don't know like i said to you over and over again i mean that dog was so loved and i mean that that's that's what i i hope you'll always you know most be able to hang on to is i mean she she lived a great life like you said i mean both both her and roxy lived super long lives healthy because i think they had so much love and support and and care around them from 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 you and And bacon and bacon i mean bacon 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 goes a long way and pancakes (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 and tennis balls and, bacon yeah. bacon pancake yeah I mean, they but, did um, those, yeah. those dogs love treats man <laughs> yeah. they did dude oh yeah and no, again i appreciate that and uh it was tough but I, I think i was i was better equipped for uh blue than i was for roxy when when it was roxy's time but you know, both of them lived about 17, 18 years right in that zone. That that's a long life for a dog. You know, that's that's a long life for a dog. And and I, uh, you know, uh, we love them both very much. And I don't know. We'll have another dog. We're not there yet. I'm not ready for that yet. Uh, I, part of me thinks it'll be the you know like when we uh, next house doing a fenced in yard or something and and you know get another pup we'll see we got two little kittens to keep us occupied for now. <laughs> but I miss having a dog, dude. I love cats, but. You know, uh, cats are fantastic, but cats are not dogs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there's cats some- are assholes. Yeah, they can- <laughs> you Cat- love them, you love them, but they are assholes. Cats can be real Whitfields, man. They just, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying that you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> for, for, for a good quick laugh, and I mean, it's 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 funnier read or funnier somebody reading it, but since people can't see what we see, yeah. I just shared in the sports room. But there's this great meme, I guess, that I came across today that I thought was fantastic. Um, but it's just the idea of somebody talking to a dog and somebody then talking to a cat. But the person's talking to the dog. Whose dog are you? And the dog's like, I'm your dog. I'm your dog. Yes, yes, twirl, twirl. And then the person's like, Whose cat are you? And the cat's like, Possession is a solipsistic paradigm vivian however if i were to define myself as belonging to anyone it would be myself in this essay i will don't touch my stomach i always <laughs> i always like i always like the one where it's like you know dogs equivalent age like you know eight year old they know like you know 30 or 40 words and they're like i'm your best friend ball and then like a cat's like equivalent age 44 or 43 <laughs> and they don't give a fuck about your shit it's like yeah it's about right oh, cats you know are i mean they, i mean they can be adorable but they're assholes yeah i mean yep. cats can be super cats can be super sweet and you can have a dog that's a real son of a bitch i mean it, it just happens but right. you know oh, generally yeah. generally speaking if you have a well-adjusted dog they they just love you, man. They're they're just a four legged heart. You know what I mean? That's what they are. 
and they just love you and and they just want to be with you and they and, and they like it when you're happy and a cat likes it when they're happy and they define it a dog <laughs> likes it when you're happy and you define it there it's just a different vibe man i love them both but you know i i miss having a dog and the first couple of weeks the first week in particular was really tough because i just kept looking for her, you know what i mean like oh she should be right there oh she should be right by my feet you know but anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah, I appreciate the help and I appreciate all the love and 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 everything that everybody gave her. She uh, a great dog, good life, and um, here's to you, Blue. Salud. Salud. And I mean, I'll just throw something in real quick. Um, I would have been there, but I also I know how much of a mess I would have been from the word go. So I was like, this isn't going to help. <laughs> this is going to make things worse. I will be sending my love from afar. And uh, I was in the middle of Publix when you had posted on Facebook. And then Penny said, don't look at Facebook. I knew what it was. And I had to fight back the tears and get the hell out of Publix as quickly as possible when I knew what you had posted. Because yeah. I knew what was going on. And then it made me, it reminded me of the fact that Hermione is... Mm either as old or maybe a little older than blue yeah and lately she's been you know just a ball of love hanging around me all the time and i'm like oh don't do this now <laughs> like it's like we just can you give me can we get move first and then because it's because he's like 16 17 or so yeah. so it's it's and of course i know penny will be more crushed than i will be just because it's her first essentially yeah. Yeah, but so it's like that made me think about that, and it's just like, man, I yeah. know. <laughs> but hey, you know, good times. We all had a lot of fun. I remember the times, uh, you know, when you guys went out of town, coming over and staying with Blue, letting her out, and how that damn dog would be like, "I'm gonna get right in between the two of you." The dog, come on, Blue, the bed is not big enough for all three of us, <laughs> and here you are in the middle with your paws over my shoulder. Yeah. Like, oh, guess what? It's time to go out. Let me lick your ear. It's like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. Oh yeah. Blue, blue, blue is a classic. Uh, I always believe she was a lap dog, no matter how big she was. <laughs> well, she was. She, I mean, she, you know, around fifty pounds, forty-five, fifty is not, usually, not massive. Sure, yeah, sure, I get not that, huge, but, but big enough. Tiny. But big, big enough that she was a little large for a lap dog. <laughs> yeah. My, my kids loved it when they were a lot younger, and we would get to. Dog said blue with muffin and gosh, those two would just run for hours. Oh yeah, those two dogs man together. Uh, but like not, the not the not the, not the last year or two, but like you know five ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh my yeah, god, yeah. the motor yeah, those two animals had. Oh holy! The picture oh, yeah. like I sent in the brood chat was mm. like ten years ago, ten nine ten years ago. And, yeah, you know, and and blue would. <laughs> sometimes cuddle into the bed with the kids and but like when we would go on walks like she was such a good walker on the leash mm -hmm. like muffin muffin wants to pull you blue would just be okay with whatever and wouldn't pull them and man they, she, know, didn't, they were she, she didn't do that crap for us that dog was always like jumping she was like that uh i feel like it was like that snl skit where it was like the kid 
that had like that was tied or leased to a, a gym or whatever. <laughs> That's how serious. Yeah, like she was awesome on the leash oh, for man. my kids. That's... Like, like she just knew like she to knew. not pull them or anything. Well, That's yes. hilarious. Those Aussies, man, they're they're smart suckers. Yeah, she she well she knew she could pull the shit out of me. She knew that. God bless, man. <laughs> That's hilarious because, like, Katie, Katie, as you know, was just the skinniest thing forever and until she started swimming and she's bulked up. But, like, oh, my gosh, she'd be, like, four years old and walking blue, and blue wouldn't pull her at all. Blue yeah. was just perfect for her. Smart dog, man. Aussies, man. They're, they're oh, smart suckers. Smart. <laughs> yeah. She knew she, yeah. She knew she could give me the, the grief. <laughs> not Katie. That's funny. I did not know. That. I thought she was just really good on the leash. That's hilarious. I, she, she was, I did not know that. She was most of the time, and occasionally she was not. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, as, as, as a super quick aside, and it, yeah. it has to do with, with Shaden, but not, not, not Blue, really, but I feel like for some reason it's associated with Blue for me. One of the, one of the, I think really, well, I shouldn't say one of the, the first time I think I ever met your daughters in person, Shannon, uh, I'll never forget because it was just so fantastic, but uh, what Lily, the very first thing she ever said to me, which is so great, but it was just, it was in Justin's driveway, I think they were just there for a second and then Ch uh, Amber was taking them uh, elsewhere, but uh, she just walked up to me, looked at me and just said, you're weird. <laughs> I was oh. like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, so I, I'm, I'm flattered. Thank you. From, I mean, from the mouth of kids. <laughs> I, I, very, thought, very I, I, I thought she dropped. You shit wolf. I, I, <laughs> I, I've gotten that one plenty of times. Not from Lily. I mean, I had to, like, step away because I, I wanted to burst out laughing so hard. But I was like, I mean, you're not wrong, and I, I'm, I'm flattered. Thank yeah. you. Um, I love that it's the first thing you ever said to me. <laughs> that is funny. I mean, she was very, very young. but uh, I mean, kid, kids are brutally honest. So. Yeah, yeah. There you, know, you, go. you love it. You got to love it. Uh, Mark, uh, I, I know you had said one o'clock was kind of your target. We're we're at one twenty, so I want to give we you. We are. I'm okay. I, I should go fairly soon. Let's do it. Let's do a salute o'clock. I'd say. Uh, right. Any any clear oh. wrap ups that like would help include me. Yeah. We, we got we got a couple others. We we DMX. do we do. Yeah. I just I, I wanted to have a little separation between. Absolutely. Just yeah, where, yeah. where we were and where we're going. Yeah. Uh, so let's do a more traditional salute o'clock, and then we'll get to we'll get to that, Shannon. Okay. Um, so I, I have enjoyed a couple of Dogfish Head 60-minute IPAs. I haven't gone full barf one yet, so my toilets are unclogged. Uh, I am also... I, but it's early yet. You never know where the night's going to take you. I do have, ni I do have 90 minutes down in my fridge, so it's not... It's, you know, it's still possible. Um, I like the Not this late at night, bro. Well, you, you know what I still haven't had yet? Is the Chloricon. It's, oh. it's it's in the fridge, but and I meant to have that when we you know recorded, and then I forgot about it, and I'm, now I'm too deep in the dogfish heads, and I was yeah. gonna make another mixed drink, and I'm like, ah. So, so the good good part about that is is we were down to our last keg, so we had to make another batch last week. Oh, good. So we we got some more. So well, uh, you know, uh, Shannon, if nothing else, hey, oh look, uh, by the way, Sarah's in Charlottesville with the kids. 
She went to grandma and grandpa's house. So, you know, if anybody wants to hang out and drink beer tomorrow night, it, it it's all it's all good, man. Just give me a heads up. <laughs> oh, oh, man! One of the ladies at work. Oh my god! <laughs> one of the ladies at work, man. She got she got totally embarrassed. They were talking about some story. I think it was something with Ryan Seacrest talking about women dating or whatever. And so there was this thing about being vaxxed and waxed and ready for action. Whoa. <laughs> I man's triple and, threat right yeah, there. I know. And yeah. so, like, I walked into the office. I walked into the office, and somebody was like, hey, Justin, did you know she's vaxxed and waxed and ready for action? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me walk back out of here. <laughs> I'm a married man. Whoa. <laughs> I got to go, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she's like, "Why did you tell him that?" I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. Because then she's like, "He's always gonna think of that." Not really. Vax and wax and ready for action. Va- That's like an army thing. Vax and wax and ready for yeah. action. I mean, grinder, tender, vaxer. I don't know. Whatever, man. Fans only. Fans you know, only fans. Yeah, I, I still like that. Vax and wax and ready to yeah. fart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's that that's that. Uh, what was it? <laughs> fart tart or whoever that at fart tart or fart tartan or whatever it was. Oh, <laughs> Toops. Boy. Toot and scoot. I don't. That would probably be Whitfield's handle. Toot and scoot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh bro. Oh my god. Anyway, and I'm also enjoying a very fine Jack Daniels and Mexico, which clearly I probably don't need a second one, but I'm gonna make another one in a minute, and that'll probably shut me down. <laughs> Shannon, what yeah. you got, bro? So I'm rocking a 2019 version of the Kentucky Christmas Morning. Solid. Um, you know, I wasn't playing on that tonight, but uh, I saw the news earlier that uh, uh, Kentucky guard Terrence Clark passed away on yeah. a, a car accident That's in terrible. L.A. Uh, he was just leaving a draft, uh, pre-draft workout and, you know, had a car accident and died. And it's just terrible. 19. And, just 19 years 19 old. 19 years old, man. Um, and there's another reason, and I'll, I'll let you get through the suit o'clock, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring up the other reason. All right. Uh, so you're doing the Christmas morning? Doing a cr- Kentucky Christmas yeah, morning. Kentucky. I'm still disappointed that none of us won the damn Pappy Van Winkle like, Can lottery. we win that just one damn year? One, Come one on! Come on! One year! Come just on! One. Come on, Virginia ABC! What the hell, Come man? On, man! You know, I'm, just you know, one bottle. That's it. <laughs> That's it. We just need one bottle of Pappy. The hell. Once. <laughs> God bless. Uh, Mark, what you got, bro? So uh, I shared a uh, picture with you guys, but uh, oh. yeah, my mother-in-law, who's very excellent, she uh, she wanted to come get to spend a little time with Megan right before her birthday. So she was here the weekend before, and she brought me just a, a slew of really interesting uh limited edition beers from smart mouth which is a brewery in norfolk um and one of them is one of the ones we got a lot of like nation or nationwide coverage because uh i mean thing was selling out in minutes a uh, lucky charms inspired beer but they're yeah. all really random interesting ones and so uh why is your hand I'm- purple every time you like but do you have like a blue light on your monitor or something oh i've got i've got well i've got my blue my yeah well i've got my blue my blue lights uh Around my desk. I'm gonna start uh, calling you Kmart. You look like a blue light special over there. 
Demar, what up, bro? Lights and honor blue, man. Oh, there you go. But does he exactly. does does he have the bowl that he that he made at Walgreens with Roxy <laughs> and Blue on it? That's all I want to know. I could that use was... that bowl these days. I know, right? Man, anyway, back to, like... back to your beverage. <laughs> uh, so I'm enjoying one of them. Uh, it's very interesting. As uh, it's called Sunday Morning. It's a Smart Mouth Sunday Morning. Say so it's a mimosa inspired tart ale. It's very very oh. interesting. Very good. And good. Uh, yeah, it's really good. It, it, and then, I, uh, did you say it's Smart Mouth Virginia Beach? Norfolk. So Norfolk. Right okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, okay. Close enough. Yeah. Right next In door. In that vicinity. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, we're enjoying some of that, and then uh, enjoying some. Uh, I, I I've already tried the the rocks. Uh, Terramana uh, Blanco tequila, but I, I hadn't gotten to try his his Reposado Gold tequila before. So I got a bottle of that. It is super smooth. It is it is fantastic. Uh, I say to everybody, I feel like you know. Just Did you say the rock. The other yep. rock, he's got. He's, I mean, he's got uh, this energy drink called Zoa, which is healthy, like low calorie, hundred calorie, or some are got zero calorie energy drinks. I swear by them now; they're amazing. Gives me just great energy, healthy. It's a low build. There's no crash. And then I figure with the te- tequila, because I mean, we know he doesn't need any more money. So I feel like he was just like, well, I freaking love tequila. I'd love to make my own, you know, tequila. It's gonna be amazing, because I mean, why not? And you know, sells it at a super reasonable price, thirty bucks. I mean, it's not. That's actually not bad, yeah. It's, oh, it's fantastic, yeah. and the, the quality is amazing. Because I think he's just like, well, I just want to have my own, you know, great tequila. So why not? I don't need more money. What? So what can we say? What can I say? Exactly. You're welcome for the tides. Brief story. And the tequila. He doesn't need any more, but he's still getting paid. <laughs> oh, he's still getting paid, sure. <laughs> and I can't find it anywhere. It's not too hard. It's, I mean, it, it, at first it was hard to find around here, but it's not not so much anymore. So, uh, but yeah, the, the the blanco is great, but that's the reposado, which is the one I just got, amazing. So, huh. terramana. Ter, ter so, some Sunday morning and some terramana. Kila. There you go. Next time you in the NBC store, get some for me and Randy. I'd be happy to. Whitfield. On that note, I got milk, and I'm going to bed. All right, man. Kill your milk <laughs> and go to bed, bro. All right, y'all. You, you look like night, you, you faded, Later, you faded as fast as Kentucky and Duke's chances of making a tournament at the back end of the year. <laughs> it is too soon. Good night, man. It's, it's good to catch up. Go See get some rest, bro. Good night. Be easy. Um, I was going to say, uh, you know, still certainly, you know, sometime hopefully in the near future, I mean, hopefully we can all get together, but I still have, you know, y'all's like Christmassy gifts, the – the whatchamacallit, the shotgun beer koozies and oh, all yep, the other yeah. other other, other right. fun stuff. So uh yeah, hopefully uh hopefully before too long we'll and we'll I mean look, I, look I, I mean I'm double vaccinated at this point. I'm almost right. there. Shannon is vaxxed and waxed and ready for action. <laughs> That's right, man. I'm vaxxed and waxed and ready for action, bro. I mean, Actually, I, Amber and I are both vaxxed and waxed and ready for action. So, well, yeah. I was going to say. I, hey, I, you know what, Justin? You and Sarah are both vaxxed and waxed and ready for action. All, all I'm saying hey, is hey. it's not just There's airports that have landing strips. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> And Randy, I think you just got your first one not too long ago. Yeah, May 11th, I'll have my second. Nice. I, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, I definitely, I, I do, you know, I trust trust that, you know, Shannon's waxed, but I don't know. I don't know if I trust that he's waxed. I see, I see, I see a, lot, a lot of hair on the face. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm waxed. I'm not waxed. <laughs> Whatever you do, you're don't welcome. Do it. I mean, I, I could never try to convince anybody that I'm waxed, so let's just not even go there. I mean, come on. Just... Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, as hairy as one head is, we figured the other one's probably in the clear, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I subscribe to what, Manscaped. Look, hey, all I'm like, saying is, is, is like the 70s, man. One body can only handle so much bush. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I probably just woke up my wife and kids with that laugh. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. I Sh- that. Shannon, is your special move called the submarine? Like, what is it? <laughs> the flight oh, deck? Like, no. where do you go? Oh no! Whitfield yeah. was the poop. depends on the situation. Whitfield was probably the poop deck, but that's a whole different story. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <Cunts. laughs> I mean, honestly, somebody needs to tell Matt Gates they're not all waxed. Sometimes they're just too young. Stay away. Oh my Stay god! Away. Oh my god! <laughs> just like the '80s, just say no. Like, like Mark's like Whoa. going Mortal Kombat over here with Matt Gates, dude. <laughs> Finish her. <laughs> oh no, wait, she's too young. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you pervert. It's, it's just glorious seeing him go down in just absolute flames. It's wonderful. <laughs> it brings me just happy tears on tears on tears. Oh my gosh. Oh man, Mark. Um. That was a good concert. And thank God for Todd taking us. I know. The great thing is Todd's tall enough; nobody's blocking that dude's view, unless he was behind. Unless he was behind the uh, uh, who is it? Where's the the gigantic? Is it Farrell that wears the super huge hats? Oh, someone. Uh, one of those mofos. Anyway, oh my god! All right, uh, uh, Randy, uh, Randy, did we get to what you're drinking? No, not yet. Ra- Randy, what, <laughs> Randy, what you got, bro? Well, since I have to work in the morning, I'm keeping it light. Uh, it's Anderson Valley Brewing Company, uh, Briny Melon Goza. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, I finished it uh, like about half an hour ago. We're mm-hmm. just kind of waiting for us to actually have a break so I can grab a new one, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's light and refreshing. Definitely a summer beer. Good. Nice. Good. Good. All right, well, let's go ahead. Um, I, I need to hit the head as well, but uh, let's uh, let's get Mark out of here. And uh, one more time, happy birthday, Megan. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking care of our uh, our brother from another mother, the one and only D-Stat. And yeah. uh, Mark, good job on the video, man. Well done. I, I'm sure Megan loved all of that. She I'm did. sure she did. So that was well played, sir. Love from the sports brew and the brew crew uh, to you, Megan. Happy birthday, and welcome to the Forty Club. Mark will get there in another decade or so. You, <laughs> you absolute cradle robber. But <laughs> oh, I, I super appreciate that. She does too. She loved y'all's submissions and everybody's kind words. And and uh, yeah, she had a great day. So uh, thanks to everybody who who helped me out and participated. But Good. Uh, she had a great time. Good. She's a great woman, and I mean, we all know how how she puts up with me is questionable, a near uh, miracle, crazy, crazy at a minimum. 
Um, so, uh, you know, she's, she's a, a bold... How are our women put up with us? <laughs> oh, my God. She's a bold, strong woman. Yeah, they all are. So. I mean, Lord knows. All the... really, I mean, honestly, it just should be a salute o'clock to all our wives. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> how they well, do it. our wives and Whitfield's uh, cats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Salute all of them. Yeah, Salute all of them, man. Salute all of them. Uh, all right. One more, Justin. You ready? Yeah. All right. And uh, we do want to take a moment for uh, one of our favorite listeners and, and one of our beer brothers and just uh, one of our brothers, man. One of our friends lost his father. And uh, so we wanted to take a moment. Todd, you know, we love you. No, it's a tough week, man. Um, and uh, Shannon, I'll let you take over from here. So I texted Todd tonight just to see how he was doing. And, you know, not great to just to be general about that. And I said, hey, man, we're going to do a salute o'clock in your dad's honor tonight. What would you like to say? And he said the following, and I'll just read it verbatim. He said, my dad's favorite drink was Tangeray and Tonic. Someday we will have to have a TNT in, in his honor. My father was an extremely giving man and was the life of the party. He lived large and partied until he couldn't no more the last three months of his life. That's worth a toast right there. I'm going to miss our morning chats. That will be the toughest thing to get over. No more picking up the phone and calling him when I want. Mm-hmm. End quote. So, uh, Todd, you know, we love you. We, we give you a lot of grief, but that's because we love you. And, uh, you know, if you need anything, just let us know. Uh, we got you back. But uh, salute to Mr. Tooting. Rest in peace, sir. Absolutely. Rest in peace. A life well lived. And Todd, you know we love you, bro. I was trying to get to the good part of this song, man. I didn't I didn't check it before. It was a little ACDC TNT. But it's like the live one, live in Paris, so you got a lot of guitar solos, so. But either way, man, um, respect. And I know it's tough, Todd. That 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 that's a bitter pill, man. Uh, but just know that we love you, and we're here for you if you need us. And Lord knows, after this pandemic party of a year, we need some time in the backyard, hanging out with some brews and some just belly laughs, man. We need it. Mm. And uh, next time we can catch up, we will raise a glass in your father's honor, uh, and we will certainly toast together in his memory and we'll uh we'll see if we can be the life of the party together in his honor for you todd all right so salute salute salute, uh, yeah, salute. Yeah, todd those are, those are beautiful words about about your pops and, and uh you know i, I didn't have the, the privilege of beating him but I, i've definitely had a, a a lot of fun the the, the handful of times i got to spend around you so you know certainly if he uh was a big influence on you which i'm sure he was i'm sure he was a, a great man and those were some some beautiful words and so uh yeah i look forward a lot to the next time we can all you know hang out and have a great time in richmond um but, uh, definitely a salute o'clock and, and rest in peace and, and uh, i hope you and your family you know can find as much peace as possible right now respect and love brother all right that seems like a good time to go ahead and take a break 
That was a heavy last few minutes, bro. Just a wee bit. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Oh, my Lord. That's tough, man. Mm. Heavy. Heavy, but a lot of love. <clears throat> lots yeah. of love. Yeah. Lot, lots of love in this segment, man. Mm. Well, for Always. sure. Always. All right. Uh, from all of us to all of you, it's not the end of the podcast. Or I don't think so, but maybe it is. Who uh, knows? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but if nothing else, we're going to take a break and just uh, kind of collect ourselves, go stretch our legs for a minute, go water some trees, as they as they say. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, yeah. What was what was that beer we had? We had a couple of really good beers. That one time, Todd made the mistake of inviting us to one of those beer partner shows. <laughs> and uh, oh, he hooked us up. Oh, I know. Nice. He did. He did. <laughs> My God, I don't think I don't think those beer vendors knew what they were in for when Shannon and I rolled up in that damn thing. Holy Toledo, it's a tasting. That was like the classiest. That was a classy way to drink an ass load of beer. And that's what we did. It was a tasting. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. texting me and telling me how drunk you were while I was stuck at work, assholes. <laughs> All I know is we had to hang out in the parking lot at, what was it, May For at least an hour. We were in the parking lot for like an hour and a half, dude, drinking bottles of water. I mean, we could not leave. We And we knew we couldn't leave, man. We had to just chill out and just drink water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did. We, we levied some legit damage up in there oh my god that was a good time i mean when it's free you partake oh and we we, we partook <laughs> rest sure. assured we partook yes, I, think, I think i think i think the most time i, I got to spend around uh in person was was uh was was one of your birthdays justin when we, when we bounced around uh the bottom mm-hmm. um and uh that was a fun fun night we had a lot of fun bounced around a couple of different places but uh that was so much fun yeah well we'll get back to it you know everybody look everybody's gonna be vaxxed and waxed and ready to attack by the time my birthday rolls around (laughs) in september we we can sit at the bars now yeah i know we can sit you know we might need i don't know if we're gonna need a booster by september but uh (laughs) we'll see booster i I hardly even know her just get people to freaking get their shots bro i I refuse to promise to wax i'll do the other two but (laughs) y'all can't make me you do not want to see me like 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 a little you know baby clean face and we don't need a talker. not right (laughs) not right <laughs> oh my god it's not, it's not it's not a good look it's not a good look for me no no oh my lord anyway uh, yes, manscape bro manscape manscape man. sure trim sure wax nope nope nah. none of that none of that Look, man, if you gotta if you gotta break out the Toro weed whacker, you know what I mean. <laughs> Take the head. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> Trim the hedges, bro. Trim the hedges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, this is devolved oh, into something weird. It always for, does. For, for for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's a great show. But but the, the league, which should be a brew show, I mean, a show about fantasy football. But uh, the ridiculous character on the show, Taco, who at one point like gets a, a traveling van to go around and trim pubes in his traveling van. I mean, it's just a bad <laughs> idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. 
All right, so all right. Before you leave, oh my god! Sure, sure, sure. So I, I, if you I have, it. it's my fault. It, so if you're doing the side hustle, you're going to go around and trim pubes or tape self, your farts. Self farts. Self farts. Are you doing? That's a much better deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do the farts. Just, I mean, just, to, look, just to twist it together and I'll, put a bow. All knows if you're driving around in the van trimming pubes. That's like that. Uh, the, what was it? That article I found that had like the uh, v- the vaginal wigs or whatever. Why? 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 Don't do it. Well, I don't remember if that was Florida or Reno. I don't remember. I don't remember which. which got, it, it would well, it Florida. wouldn't surprise me either way. It's Florida <laughs> woman, Florida man. You know. Oh my god. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what the hell are we doing? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, if you're a long-time listener to the sports bro, you know this is the kind of crap that happens. Boy, it's it's just the way that it goes, bro. I, I, I did. I had to look it up. It, 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 it was called pu- puber cuts. Puber cuts. Oh my god. <laughs> It's a great show if you haven't watched it. It really is. But. Oh my god! I mean, you should, you should obviously watch Fargo first, but then the league. Yeah. <laughs> Fargo, <laughs> then then the league. What's that other show that's uh that's real popular right now? Is it about a soccer player? Oh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. It's yeah. a great show. Yeah. Is that on? Uh, is that on Apple, HBO Apple, Max Apple, or no, Apple, oh. Apple TV? Yeah. One one season in. The second season starts July twenty third or something like that. All right. Well, I, I mean, I've it's, got it's a really good show. Yeah. I, I've got Apple TV. That, um, nice. I haven't watched anything on it in a while. We liked that. Uh, I, I cannot remember the name of it. It has Jason Momoa in it. Is it C? Oh, I wanted I wanted to watch that. Yeah, C. I think C, it's called. It, it, it's it's a it's it's a good show. It looked really interesting. I have no idea when or if there'll be another season. Right now, we're just waiting for the uh, season four of The Handmaid's Tale to drop. Yeah. So uh, I would also say, if you hadn't watched it, I'm um, pretty sure it's Apple TV, but the uh, Tom Hanks uh, movie about a, a warship, I'm uh, pretty sure it's Apple TV exclusive. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I can't believe you actually did something with an Apple product. That's amazing. <laughs> just the TV. I mean, <laughs> I watched it on Samsung TV, so, you know. <laughs> it's so unlike you. anyway all right look all right we need to take a break as always keywords are sports and brew mark it was great to catch up good to see you great to hang out go get some rest and have fun with megan um you know celebrating her birthday the rest of this week weekend whatever you know i'm a big i'm a big believer in the birthday week man you know what i'm saying that's how that's how i like to roll but just you got you gotta you gotta you know just celebrate and have have a good time because like at some point, when your birthday drops in the middle of the middle of the week, it's not necessarily convenient. So <laughs> that yeah. celebration kind of continues on, man. Uh, well, so, I mean, what was really nice, we both got to take the day off, so we both good. enjoyed Wednesday off. And I mean, what better, like in a weird way? Well, not even a weird way. It's so nice taking the middle of the week off, day off because then you're just like, well, and then we just have two more days of work, and then we got the weekend. And so, yeah, like, it's a, it was a really nice break <clears throat> right in the middle, and she had a blast. So, good more time. Thank, thanks, everybody, all of you for your nice words and videos and and everything that's that's uh, was done for her birthday. I appreciate y'all, and um, yeah, uh, we'll. Uh, yeah, Reem Reem Verizon out tomorrow for their nonsense because uh, that's bullshit. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully we can start earlier next uh, next week and and I'll, I'll be able to stick around for a bit longer. Yeah, that's but, okay. Uh, uh, 
Side note, just for you, Mark. Side note, just for you. My drink's almost empty, so my last sip, I'm going to raise a glass to the Padres getting their first ever no-hitter with Joe Musgrove. Good job. Yeah. Uh, also, the White Sox got their 20th no-hitter. Wow. Crazy. It was a freaking ball off the toe of a batter in the ninth. I know. I mean, being a perfect, perfect game, but it was so cool. And, and I, I really, like, I didn't know much about I mean, I'm certainly familiar with Carlos Rodon, who got the no-hitter for the White mm-hmm. Sox, but I watched all the end of it. I watched his post-game interview. Seems like a really good dude. He's He'd been injured a lot the last few years. I did yeah. know that. And so it's one of those really good stories. That he showed up for his post-game. He was like, dude, oh, my God. I mean, he was, he was just like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, this is this is crazy, but he's a really funny dude and really likable dude. And I, I think the sweetest moment – I know I don't have kids, but I can imagine how sweet this was um, – that uh, the announcers, I think, kind of kind of caught him off guard because he was like, I, clearly my thoughts are jumbled. I have no idea what's going on. And when the announcer was like, you know, I mean, if we had told you four years ago, like you wouldn't have been able to say that, you know, your daughter got to watch you pitch a no-hitter. And you, you could just see that kind of took him took him back for a second. He was like, wow, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, she was already, her name's Willow. She's like, Willow is written on my glove, but, you know, and that already meant a lot to me, but yeah. you know, now it's going to mean that much more. It's awesome. I mean, it just, it's just awesome. And that's, it's, it's, I mean, it sucks that he was so close to the perfect game. So didn't close, get it, didn't, dude. Didn't get it. It's mean. You saw he kind of, he, 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 he kind of, uh, threw a little shade and, and he, he had a little, little ch- uh, chatter at the, the batter run up the first baseline. Like you couldn't dodge out of the way. Like you couldn't have pulled back a little bit. But, uh, I, I, you know, I'd read online that the batter was kind of mad that he got hit because he, didn't want to like lose it that way. He'd rather get the hit than yeah. that. Yeah, I, I I bet that's true. I mean, I I don't think. I mean, definitely he didn't like lean into it or anything like that. That would have been really no. bad. But no, I mean, it's just it was bad luck. It was a bad pitch. Uh, it sucks. Uh, there, for anybody who didn't watch it, it's an amazing play by by Jose Abreu at first. It's all. Oh my be. god, him stretching oh, out. Was ridiculous. He's, a big, he's a big dude to like to make that play. Incredible. Uh, the bat, the the runner, I forget who it was, uh, dude with crazy hair. But uh, if if he had, if his his first hand had hit the base, it would have been safe. But his first hand just kind of barely went to the outside, and because he tried to face first slide. But Abreu's effort to make that play, you've always got to have so many things. And that's another thing I like about the guy. Any pitcher who throws a no hitter, perfect game. I mean, you know, it's it's just like in football. I mean, the quarterback is not the only thing that matters. You're not gonna accomplish great things without everybody he immediately made sure to give credits to everybody because it just doesn't happen it almost always seems like in the ninth inning you're going to need at least one pretty outstanding play in order to pull it off and Abreu's effort at first base was incredible incredible uh, and the way so, he slid in that base dude like you could injure I mean, that's, yourself and that's immediately i mean honestly rodon just kept on saying he was like yeah i just didn't want to see him hurt himself i mean like he, he's <laughs> like i'm I mean, the player's going to do that. I mean, they they want to see the pitcher get it so badly, so he's going to do that. But yeah, you're gonna you could easily tear groin that way. Uh, bad things could happen. And, he, and again, it's not like he's this like tiny, you know, super limber dude. I mean, Abreu is a big dude. That's yeah. a hellacious effort. Um, you love to see it. It's what it's what we love about sports. I mean, and 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 uh, yeah, I mean, good good for Rodon. I mean, he he went through a lot of stuff to get back on the field like that. Yeah. Um, I imagine either later y'all might get to it or, or not, but you know, obviously it makes me think a little bit about, about Alex Smith and obviously I'm, I'm glad he, he's hanging it up and not risking any more injury. I won't, y- y'all can talk about that if you want to, or we can talk about it next podcast, but, uh, we will, uh, incredible comeback and, 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 um, yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff we love about sports is guys who, you know, do amazing things and, and, and you, you can't, you can't help, but root for them. Even if you're not a fan of that team. You can't help but be like, that's that's amazing. That's amazing stuff. So before you go, here's our fun one of our fun factoids of the night. 
All right, so the Padres got their first. The White Sox got their 20th. That's the second most money franchise. Do y'all know, fun fact, who's got the most, the team that has the most no-hitters in MLB history? No guesses? Astros? Um, I'm going to say the Dodgers. Not the Astros. You are correct. It is the Dodgers with twenty, mm. with 23. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to go with either Cleveland or the Yankees. Wasn't sure how high they were on the list, but well, that's right. Dodgers makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I do. I do love the Koufax meme facts and all yes. them guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Larson. do. Lo- I do love the memes these days with the Yankees on the struggle bus of them being like, "Oh, look, <laughs> look at the New York fans now!" And then all of a sudden they, they're in like a Yankees, you know, thing, and then they're wearing some Mets gear. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, April first are Yankees fans, and April eighteenth they're wearing Mets jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do? Here's yeah. the funny part. That was Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. He's like, oh, yeah, your Mets fandom rubbed off on me, and I started liking the Mets. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> he was he was tried and true Yankees fan, and all of a sudden he converted to a Mets fan. I was like, interesting. Well, I could certainly say, you know, talking about no-hitters, me and Johan Santana was the you know first Mets no-hitter of all time, and that was, I mean – That'll be in the top five of my sports memories yeah. know, forever. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's something special. I mean, you think about. It, I mean, it doesn't. It, it's. I think you. I think Justin, you might have. You share. You shared the great link recently about you know people who are challenging Scalabrini. You know, people keep challenging <laughs> yeah. Scalabrini, thinking like, you know, and it's just this concept that like the people the you don't understand this this the idiocy of the people. And we've talked about this before, so I swear I won't babble about it. But I mean, people who think like the you know. When Duke or Kentucky or, or any college team has the absolute, you know, just dominant, like number one, I mean, nobody in college basketball is close to them that they could they could beat the you know worst NBA team of that year. No, they couldn't. Nope. They couldn't. They, they'd, lose, they'd lose by 50. They'd lose by 50 plus because there's just it doesn't matter. You could you could play the bench guys and they would still lose by 50 because these guys are incredible athletes. So mm-hmm. it's absolutely silly. So. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care what the scenario is. I don't care if you're playing the 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 if say the the Mets with Santana. They they weren't. But if just let's just pretend that they were the best team in baseball at that point, they weren't. But let's just say they were playing the worst team in baseball. Putting down 27 batters without a single one, you know, getting a hit, it and and you know still pitching with the same intensity and same you know accuracy. Um, and everything to shut down the team like that for nine innings, not a single one gets a base hit. Uh, you think about bloops, you think about, you know, soft liners that, you know, just sneak through the infield. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible feat. And so uh, Santana was always somebody that was one of my absolute favorite Mets. was a yeah. guy that, you know, by all accounts was a great guy and uh, definitely a, a super loyal Met. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I I got I got teared up when he he got a no hitter because it was you know again it was the first for the Mets ever and you know you could just see how much it meant to him and the team. Um, it's it's amazing stuff. It's again, you know, I just keep re- re- repeating the same line. But it's one of the same reasons why we love sports is moments like that. And uh, and don't yeah. challenge the white mamba. <laughs> Stop it! I mean, I, I love it. I love Skyler Brady. He's such a ridiculous dude. But yeah, he's gonna the, the he's worst gonna player. In, Stop the worst, it! The, the, even the worst player in the NBA is going to beat your 
That's why he's a professional. Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure he just it just cracks him up that people keep on trying to do this, but just stop it. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Can't happen. Can't do it. Because I think it, it. I think that was a video. Because what is Scott bring you like 45, 46? Yeah, it don't matter. No, it don't matter. No, I understand. He can still ball. But that was like a high school kid, like, you know. Yeah, trying to talk some shit, and he got shut out. And and he got obliterated. (laughs) He got obliterated by the guy. So great. I I was going to say, I had some fun in high school with um, our our best basketball player. Uh, My mom worked with his mom, and Mm. he's 6'8", and I'm 5'8", and I would always call him Shorty, just, you know, just to mess with him. And you know, when one day he was just shooting around the gym, I was like, "Hey, Shorty, what's going on?" He goes, "We're gonna play right now, one on one." I said, "Okay." I said, "What two? He said, "Eleven." That dude beat my ass eleven nil, and I I got off one shot that didn't get blocked. <laughs> that dude beat my ass, and I said, "I said, Rob, I will never mess with you again." He said good <laughs> not in my house mcguffin yeah he went to came in the tumble in my ass luckily i faked him out of his shoes but then i bricked the shit out of the one shot i shot so. you you expended all your mojo on faking him out man yeah pretty much you know, you know tried to I use can... the fundamentals and got my ass beat speaking so. of brick shots uh d stead did you want to talk about that brick you threw is that what you're starting to set up here <laughs> no Uh-oh. we'll share that story another time um no i got a 30 second story <laughs> oh, no. i don't know where this is going but uh-oh oh, God. um well, we're all thirsty what... tell this story god <laughs> I know, bless I know. so so when i was in fifth grade i um i if i was the same dude i was then then uh mentality wise my wife Sure as hell wouldn't marry me because I, I was an arrogant little piece of shit. Not in a funny way, just just a, obnoxious. So uh, Pretty sure I was most talking, of our wives wouldn't have married us at our fifth well, grade course, mentality. But, but, but I'm just saying, yeah, I, no. I, I was an asshole. Um, but uh, I talked to you. Mean was. Past tense. <laughs> just trust me. So um, I was talking shit about how. Same height, though. <laughs> I, I love talking shit about how great of a basketball player I was. And this girl was like, yeah, I could take you. And I was like, ah, absolutely not. And so uh, I called her out and it was like, this is nonsense. I'm not losing to a girl. And so we go out for recess to play basketball. And the main thing that really is important is not a single person out there was rooting for me. And that became apparent really quickly because they all surrounded the three-point line. And, like, the ball came close. Like, they would, like, shove me or try to make sure they gave her the ball. And I was like, wow, this is really helping me realize that nobody's rooting for me. And that sucks. <laughs> um, but also, the end result of the game was, like, 1-1. Like, we both scored a basket, and that was it, and nobody won. I was like, well, that was, A, really disappointing, and B, um, I should stop being such an asshole because that wasn't cool. And to this so. day, Mark still doesn't like the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very Shut much. Up about it. <laughs> he, he bet the one time, and that's it. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. God. I'm done. I'm done. All That's right. funny. All right, Mark. It's it, it, great to see you. Go get some rest. We're going to go get some refills, and then I think we're just going to – we'll we'll wrap up the NCAA tournament, and then we're just going to shut it down. Right. So let's That's get a good. refill <laughs> and then babble for a few minutes. Mark, I, I like Mark's famous last words. I'm not going to babble. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here we are, like thir- 30 minutes later. You're a talker.
<laughs> we know this. Right? Fuck you, doing <laughs> bad wing. Talkers making yeah. thirsty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, man. Hey, bro. Go get some Night. rest, dude. We'll catch up. Uh, we'll see if we can catch up next week, man. Absolutely. Peace All out, right. folks. All right, brother. Do your thing, man. Later, man. Night, bro. <laughs> All right. Let's get a refill and then wrap up this this debacle. We're at hour forty five, so we don't we don't need like some other hour. But I, I do <laughs> we do need to hit the head and grab a freshie and yeah. then let's power through the end and then peace out. All right. All right. Woo. All right. Let's take a break. And I'm gonna go ahead and pause this now, y'all. Keyword sports brew, you know where to find us, man. All right, I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we're back. But anyway, Woo! Had to refill the beverages. We ran way long on segment one, dude. That was that was like an hour and forty five or an hour and forty minutes, man. That was, that was pretty beastly. That's, that's so, old school. Yeah, that is old school. <laughs> I mean, do you remember like back in the day? You would roll over here. We got started at like eight o'clock. I don't even know how we possibly did that, but we'd get started at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and we go for like four or five hours and be just obliterated. <laughs> it was good times, man. All right, so you wanted me to ask you about Carson Wentz, so. What's the deal with Carson Wentz, bro? Dude, you know, it, it's funny. Like, we, we had talked about, and, and this is before, I think this is like two podcasts ago. So this uh-huh. is like post-Super Bowl, but before the last podcast. Right. And I was kind of resigned to the fact that we would get Carson Wentz, um, and then they make the trade for him. And, you know, it's a it's a third round this year, and then depending on the number of snaps, it's either a two or a one next year. And, you know, honestly, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm good with that. You know, it's it's two draft picks depending on – if he does great, we lose a one next year, oh, well, we have a franchise quarterback. If he sucks, eh, it's a second rounder. It was worth the gamble. Um, right. So, you know, so I, I'm good with that. And he's reunited with Frank Reich where he played his best football. And, uh, like, I'm not pissed and I'm not upset. I'm not happy, but, you know, it's just kind of, uh, it's kind of like a happy medium. It's, it's not the greatest choice, but I'm not upset about it because otherwise we'd be starting a fourth round pick this year. It's a calculated gamble. It is. And I thought Ballard, I thought Ballard played it great. You know, and I know I know they tried to say, oh, the Bears wanted to throw a couple of first rounders and the Bears were like, fuck you. <laughs> we, we we want the guy that uh, we want that guy in Houston who's got all those lawsuits against him. <laughs> and then they went with Red Rocket that we should have officially taken in the draft. But we took Mitch Trubisky instead. <laughs> you said balls. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, all I know is, is uh, you know, we didn't need Deshaun Watson's happy ending, but Virginia ABC, <laughs> we wanted the pappy ending. The hell. Can y'all motherfuckers you get us some pappy? Bolts. Come Seriously. on, man. Hey, we I, will pay the money. I, I want to know, should we rename this the Drew, the uh, the Timmy soundbite? Oh, internet connection. God bless. Who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> bruh bruh <laughs> anyway bless. I, I will say um, I do hope I do hope that over the course of the season 
and and I, I would even contribute to this if I if I could actually go to a game. Uh, I love the uh, the fans throwing inflatable trash cans at the Astros, and I hope they do it the entire damn season. Anytime they have an opportunity, <laughs> throw a freaking inflatable trash can at the Astros all year. Suck on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I'll say this, and we'll shift gears here real quick to your team, Justin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think Alex Smith needed to prove anything else to No, anybody. he didn't. He did not. And look, seeing that injury and knowing what he went through just to get back on the roster and to see him play last year and to help lead that team to the playoffs was absolutely amazing. No, look, uh, Alex <clears throat> Alex Smith, he's got, he certainly has gotten some love on this podcast. I mean, uh, other than the football grief, okay? But the comeback, uh, being a comeback player of the year, which was obviously well-earned, well-deserved, and I don't know how much traction it'll get. I've seen a lot of people arguing that they should go ahead and rename that award the Alex Smith Comeback Player, uh, and and I wouldn't have any 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 grief with that. I think that would be a, a nice nod um, to what he did, what he went through, and what he was able to accomplish. I know it's not the end that he envisioned for his career, and it's unfortunate he wasn't able to continue to play. You know, once they once they made the playoffs and you know got the chance to you know square up with Tampa Bay, but you know it was an incredible story and that that moment, man, I, and I just it, it's a little bit of recency bias, sure, but the moment where he went in against the Rams and everybody's mm. like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> like all, it's like all the sports fans are like, oh my god, they're actually putting him in the game. What is going on? You know, and then his wife and I, I his felt kids. The same way, dude. Yeah, his wife and his kids are in the stands, and and they stand up and they're clapping, and you're like, oh god, just please, just just don't don't get hurt. Please don't, <laughs> get, don't hurt. get hurt. And he's like, you know, uh, just carry it. Was it Aaron Donald on his back? I mean, oh my god. Oh my gosh, you got <laughs> the 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 beat, the best defensive player on the planet on your back, and. Do you, do you think Aaron Donald was like, look, bro, just give me a pig, piggyback ride, man. It's good. Aaron Donald's <laughs> like, I just don't want to like do a JJ Watt. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Aaron Donald was kind. Maybe on that play. Maybe. Maybe. No, he, Rand- he wasn't. Go ahead. Well, I, I and I joke, but maybe he wasn't so kind to that guy in Pittsburgh. But <laughs> oh, the one. That- apparently, it wasn't Aaron Donald who no. did that. Now, no. No, I can't believe that that dude accused him of all that. Man, he deserves all kinds of crap. Audio, Look, man, Aaron Donald's a lot of things, him. but a guy that routinely throws three hundred pound men for a living on a Sunday is not the dude you want. You do with. not want to throw hands with Aaron Donald, and you do not want to throw hands with James Harrison. Just, just say no. <laughs> just don't do it, bro. Could you imagine those two in the cage? <laughs> just don't do it. Don't do it. Aaron Donald versus James Harrison. I would pay money to watch that. I get. I bet you James Harrison would win it, and I'll tell you why. Because of probably experience, period. He would find a way to get his shots in and <clears throat> drop Donald. Not to say now, that Donald wouldn't get in a few of his own, but I just but, think he would probably. Now, if Jane, if 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 Harrison lost that fight and they gave him a trophy, do you think he would take it? No, hell no, <laughs> no. 
He'd snap that he, damn he, thing he, right in half. He'd probably snap it, drop it on the ground, drop his drawers, take a shit on it, and yeah, be he done might. with it. <laughs> he might be like Triumph the Insult Comic. For me to poop on. Yes. <laughs> I totally buy that. Uh, fun fact order with Alex Smith, by the way. Uh, he was 5-1 and one for, as a starter, he was 5-1 and one for the Washington football team this past season. Uh, but as a starter, he never lost to another NFC East team. Wow. And he was 11-5 and five as a starter after his trade to Washington. And, you know, Randy, obviously, as a 49ers fan, you think back to him being drafted. And, you know, it's weird to think of what people are, are really going to remember about Smith. You have his time in San Fran. You have his time in Kansas City. And I, I, I some of it's just going to be about the comeback, you know, really late, later in his career, because just because of the significance of the injury. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of me that, now that he's announced his retirement, he's doing that. You have to wonder how different things would have been had Harbaugh not benched him for Kaepernick. I'm not saying Kaepernick didn't deserve a shot at, at the job, but that was – I don't remember who they played. It was a concussion, right? Yeah, it, it, it was. But, I mean, because, um, I mean, dude, they were rolling. They were yeah. rolling. Yeah. And you just, you, you know, there's a part of you that just wonders, you know, what, how different would the arc of his career had been? Because he had settled in, you know, he had settled in both for Harbaugh, but certainly for Alex Smith in San Francisco at that well, point. Well, and I think for Smith, he was lucky to get a coach like Harbaugh uh, just because whatever with the coaches he brought in, um, obviously they changed his playing style to, you know, hey, take the sack or throw it away. Don't just wing it in the coverage just because you're trying to get rid of the ball. Right. But the thing is, he was always – he wasn't, you know, like a speedy guy, but he was always rather athletic for a quarterback and could mm -hmm. scramble if he had to. And obviously, like, one of the big major plays was the playoff game against the Saints when he had that long – that touchdown run on obviously a called end around with the quarterback. So it's just one of those things where if Harbaugh had stayed or outgranted, you know, he overstayed his welcome, but if he had stayed and stayed with Smith, yeah, it's kind of interesting to think about what could, what, how that team would have been different than how it was with Kaepernick. But, you know, Kansas City definitely got their fair share, got their fair use out of him. Shannon, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it a was it a, a Chiefs Colts playoff game that was absolutely like bananas? Yep. Yeah, uh, probably the I think the second greatest comeback in, in uh, NFL playoff history, where Andrew Luck brought us back against the Chiefs, and I think it was like a 45-44 or 46-45 game. Chiefs were stomping a mud hole in the Colts, and then the Colts <laughs> just turned it on. I mean, it it, it it got to the point where there was a fumble touchdown by Luck at the goal line. Like, <laughs> like someone fumbled and Luck got it and then lunged into the end zone, and then he hit T.Y. on like a bomb to take the lead at the end of the game and Kansas City was just owning the game and yeah. I, I believe it was on NBC that week and Collins was just like holy crap 
you know, they were just indie just, and that was 2012 or 2013. It was either his rookie or second. I think it was his second season. I would imagine when they made that comeback, but I mean, it was, it was a 27 point comeback. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. That that's just ridiculous. I felt, I, you know, and, and honestly, I felt bad for Kansas City because that's that's just one. You're of those a Colts fan. Where... You didn't feel bad for Kansas City. Stop. <laughs> no, not at the time, but like when you have time to reflect on it, and you're like, yeah, we guess probably should just, you know, put put your foot on the throat instead of just the old hand on the head to try to get the one, two, three instead of you know choking the person out. Yeah. Well, how many times have we seen that in the playoff games in general, like in the past, what, 10 years, where they sh- a team should have won, and then some, for some dumbass reason, they let up? All you and- got to say for the next 50 years is 28-3. to three. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's all you got to say, dude. 28-3, to y'all. <laughs> and a theme that has been in this podcast since the beginning, and it's three words. Run the ball. <laughs> nah, Run the ball. Bruh. That's and, all oh, you had to I do. Thought, and and what about take the points? <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I I feel like we're kindergarten teachers at this point. Run ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, the ah ah ah. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of kindergarten, uh, uh, uh. speaking of kindergarten, I have a pop-up book for Whitfield. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that's uh, quite the story right there. Number one, bro. It is. Number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, anyway, we do need we do need to button up the NCAA tournament because I, I mean, at some point we're so far removed from it, it's crazy, but. Uh, we do need to give some DAP, obviously. Really, there's there's two teams. Uh, number one is UCLA um, oh, for taking yeah. down Michigan, uh, and that that was that was a rough and tumble kind of game. And if you're a Michigan fan, uh, dude, they were stone cold at the stone cold at the end of that damn game, dude. That that was uh, rough, that's man. A, that's a rough way to go. That's out. a rough way to go out. Uh, but UCLA, man, gave Gonzaga all they could handle, and uh, Johnny Juzang was just fantastic, you know, and, and then uh, look, the, ch- the championship game did not live up to expectations. Let's not look, man. Look, that, look, that UCLA Gonzaga game was that, Kentucky Duke S. Yes. That game was incredible. And I think when you, when you look back at the tournament, the best game that, that, or I just think the defining game of the tournament is UCLA Gonzaga. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, there's a part of me that's like, oh, God, it's a shame UCLA didn't win that. And that's probably not fair, honestly, towards Gonzaga. I get it. But, I mean, Baylor, I mean, granted, Baylor probably was just going to absolutely annihilate anybody they played. And they uh, were on another level. I mean, they, they were crazy. At, at Baylor was just it, just absolutely just balling out of their minds. But uh, old mustache man Drew Timmy, uh, Suggs, and of course former Kentucky Wildcat Johnny Juzang balling out. Yeah. Uh, but UCLA Gonzaga was just incredible. 
Um, Suggs, of course, with the buzzer beater three from around half court to seal the 93-90 win. Amazing shot. And avoid double OT. Look, you had the charge. You had the block. You had the shot. I mean, that was incredible. And, you know, Mick Cronin and the the UCLA Bruins absolutely deserve some sports brew dap. Um, that, that was a great run as an 11 seed. They were, they were totally disrespected as an 11 dude. It was the 10 year anniversary of the BCU (laughs) run as 11 seed. So they, you know, it's only fair that, you know, we had another team do it and Mick Cronin's always been underrated as a coach. I mean, like it's his Cincinnati teams, you know, always tough. Like, I, I didn't care how high or low they were seated. Like, they were always tough. So, when UCLA yeah. hired them and brought them in, like, you knew that that was going to be a that, – that Pac-12 was going to be a tough conference. We're ready to run it back for more March Madness. <laughs> you know we needed one shiny moment. You got to do it. Although, I, I got to tell you, I'm – it's tough because it's bittersweet because it I'm is. glad we had it, but I'm sad we didn't have any Kentucky and Duke. Oh my God! I mean, uh, I mean they ran Roy, poor Roy Williams. Dad gum, poor Roy Williams got run out of here. Had to retire. Uh, it's the first time he lost in the first round. I, you know, I totally forgot Roy Williams retired. <laughs> I didn't is. even have that on the call sheet. I like Dad totally gum. That gum, McGuffin. Bruh. <laughs> I mean, Roy Williams, hell of a career, man. I An mean, incredible career. I, 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 I hated playing him, but, you yeah. know, hell of a career. I mean, three national championships, uh, played at, uh, coached at Kansas and North Carolina. Hey, you said ball. Well, at least it's not uh, what's her face. Who? Oh, whatever. Anybody the... other than than Luther? Yes. It, look, CBS. Never, ever, ever, ever. Anybody other than Luther? Ever? 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 Just don't and do I, it. I forget, I forget the lady's name, but they tried to do it with some lady one year, and like they just got so much outrage and. And, and, and look, don't get me wrong. It's not her fault. No, it's not her fault at all. She was she was a great singer, and I, I, she was American Idol, and I and she was a daughter of an NFL player, and I cannot remember her name. Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Hudson. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful voice, great singer, but one shiny moment belongs to Luther. I'm sorry, it just belongs to Luther, and that's it. Was that VCU's year? What year was that? I think it was. Oh, that was Butler <laughs> Duke. That was 2010. 2010, okay. And it just got so much hate, dude. Like, you just don't take that from Luther. And that was the year, like, yeah, the guy no. who created it died, and they tried to change it. Yeah, no, I mean. That, that was the bullshit. Like, that was the bullshit, and people just weren't having it. They're like, nah. That's Luther's, bro. Yeah, the, the mistake was not going with the Teddy Pendergrass version. He passed away in January that year. It seemed like the obvious tribute. They blew it. Conch. Yeah, I mean. I, I, Hudson, she's fantastic. 
she's good, but no. Why do they have a picture of her in one shining moment? No, you don't do that. that that's the problem. Because that, that was like, they tried to make it about her, and it's like, it's not about her, it's about the players. We know she's singing. We don't need to see her in the studio. Yeah, no shit. And that was part of the problem. Yeah, no, I mean, she's a great singer, but that, that has to be Luther. Yes. I mean... As long as there's an NCAA tournament, it, ha it just has to be Luther Vandross. I mean, it's just, that's... 100%. Look, man, I'm just hoping 2022 we can get back to normalcy. So, well, let me ask you a serious question here. Um, right. Obviously, a ton of credit to Baylor. Because they just took Gonzaga to the woodshed. I mean, they scored they the first. They, they scored the first nine points. They never trailed. First national championship game appearance since 1948, and they win their first title. I mean, part of it is is you just have to wonder what happened to Gonzaga. Were they tired from the UCLA game? Did they party too hard? Was Baylor just that much better? I mean, like I I don't know. I mean, it just. I guess you can make the argument that Baylor with the, the old Baylor buzzsaw. I mean, they looked like they would have just steamrolled anybody. I mean, look, it was incredible. They were raining down threes. They played like defense, like their hair was on fire, and they rebounded like just absolute champions, man. It, it, it was just their night, and that—that's you know sometimes you can be the best team on the floor, and it—it it just isn't your night, mm -hmm. and. You know, Gonzaga got through the probably the biggest challenge they had all season on Saturday night, and then they had to come back two days later to be ready for a national championship. And Baylor, who buzzsawed Houston in that mm -hmm. semifinal, oh, yeah. was just like they lit up Houston, bro. Nah, and, and Baylor just you know, quite frankly, if they didn't have any COVID issues, they may have been undefeated as well, probably. And uh, probably, you know, that that was the issue with their couple of losses they had. They had some COVID issues and lost a couple of games there in the Big 12. And sometimes it's just it's just not your night. And, and Gonzaga <laughs> consistently day in the day, I was the best team in the nation that just happened to be that that one night in April. It, they just weren't the best team. And Baylor just all I know is four, four. Look, I know they they shot fifty one percent, but yo, fourteen turnovers, dude. Can't do it. Can't can't do it, man. Can't do it. I just watching that game. It just felt like Baylor was on like a whole different level as far as hustle, effort, strength. I mean, yeah, it, it felt like Gonzaga can never. It, it felt like they just. We're trying to climb up, and yeah. they would chop a tree, and they drop and try to climb up, and they chop a tree, and and you know they threatened. It's like they they threatened a couple times, but they could never close. They could never seal the deal of, of actually getting all the way back into that game. No, uh, and, and that's veteran leadership. Yeah, and um, and have dude, Baylor made forty four percent of their threes. If you can't, if they're not, if they're making that many, there's nothing you can do. There's in the college game, if you don't defend the three, you're in trouble. That's point blank right there. Yeah. If you can't, like Steph Curry has changed the game forever. 
if you cannot defend a three point shot, you are in trouble. Mm -hmm. And that's all there is to it. And not only if you can't defend it, but you got to be able to hit threes. Mm -hmm. So you see some of these bigger programs like Duke and Kentucky who normally take the one and dones. But if those kids aren't consistently hitting threes, they're looking to that transfer portal. Look, dude, speaking of Duke, you gotta hit you either gotta hit the threes or you gotta sweep the leg, man. You gotta go Grayson Allen. <laughs> oh man. Sweep Too the soon. leg. Too soon. <laughs> or you gotta go Christian Leitner and stomp the chest. Just ask Kentucky. I'm just saying. Man, dude, you know what? You know what I have to do? Uh, I, I need <clears> to find out if Christian Leitner's on cameo, because if I can get him, if I can pay him fifty bucks to wish you a happy birthday, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> Shannon McGuffin, I would stomp on your chest. Happy birthday. That's all I want out of him. How great would that be? Can you imagine having a video of Christian Leitner saying he would stomp you in the chest? <laughs> Look, I'm going to for it. I would probably laugh, but fuck that guy. Nah, and, and like, and, and I, I get, I get, I get the fun of it. Um, uh, he he did he did a good gesture when they did the UK villains versus UK game and he was the coach and they raised a lot of money for a charity I, yeah. I forget the charity at the time and yeah I, I get it like he he came to Kentucky and he had to duck down in the lower state <laughs> into <laughs> back seat so no one saw that's funny but uh, you know he went to that game and he was the coach and. Uh, they raised a lot of money for charity. And I, a lot of my friends were just like, you know what? That's cool. You yeah. know, like it, it, it was a tough game at the time. And it's, it, to me, it's still the greatest NCAA game ever played at the highest level. I mean, you tie in regulation, you go to overtime, both in the hundreds. And, so and are, take, are you taking Kentucky Duke or Duke UNLV? And like, where are we going here? Oh, I'm talking Kentucky Duke, dude. Um, I mean, Duke getting over the UNLV hump was big because they got blown out the year before. Bruh. But I'm saying, like, Duke being, like, the top dog and needing Christian Leitner, who absolutely, if he wasn't perfect in that game, mm -hmm. would have lost that game. Like and, and they and they reference it like in the uh, Leitner thirty for thirty or whatever it was when they went to that semifinal game where he he did not have a good game, um, and he didn't have a great first half versus Michigan in the championship game, but then in the second half he caught fire. Um, but he said it took everything out of him in that Kentucky game to get them over that hump. Yeah, like and that and that was four years of Patino bringing t Kentucky back from the dead to to get to that point. That was that heinous checkerboard outfit Kentucky squad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that I'll, I will say this. I'm going to go uh, look like, on eBay to see if I can find you some checkerboard Kentucky Wildcat gear. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> like you say that jokingly, but like that was the first – Kentucky team I ever got to see in person that uh, my grandfather on my mom's side took me to. He died just months later after that. 
So like that would be like an enormous for me if you found something like that. They he took me to the uh, they did a barnstorming tour around the state mm-hmm. after that uh, final four or not at the final four, but after that uh, elite eight game, and uh, I got to go see those guys. So that 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 would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, we, we we might have to do some some digging. Maybe we, maybe we can find you a checkerboard throwback or something. That would be kind of sweet. I have the '96 jersey, which was the like the denim jersey, mm-hmm. uh, at in, at my parents' house. I believe in my closet still. Nice. The Tony Delk jersey, I believe, is what what they sold in the uh, stores. Which is that denim '96 jersey? I'll have to go see. Oh my Next god! Time. Don't let fucking anybody on cameo. Sorry, no Christian Leitner. Justin, I looked. Oh, uh, there's no there's no Christian Leitner. Nope. Damn. But you could always send uh, Shannon a message from Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> I don't think he wants to spend that money. How much is how much is her? message um it looks like she's uh got a sale going on down from 300 to 224 no nah. too, too expensive yeah too expensive. 224 fuck them <laughs> way too much yeah, that's that's a lot of money like 50 like i, I totally dropped 50 maybe 75 200 no nah, man no, no. Gary, gary payton is 625 oh my god whole bunch of nope. That's too much. That's too much. All right. Way too much. <clears throat> All right. Let's tighten this up. So uh, Gonzaga does deserve some a little bit of love, man. First team in D1 history with five consecutive 30-win seasons, which is incredible. But you can give respect and dap to Gonzaga for that, and you can always say, hey, man, <laughs> you haven't been able to finish. And it's fair criticism. Uh, Baylor was a buzzsaw. Maybe they would have just kicked anybody's ass maybe but it's it that's a bitter pill to swallow you know and mark few was 0 and 8 versus number 1 seeds so at some point if you're going to be you know one of the greats you got to get over the hump you got to and i hope they're able to do that realistically i think a lot of the sports media uh and a lot of the you know, bracketologist out there. Uh, we probably had a little too much Gonzaga love and maybe even some bias, uh, with them. And and I don't, I don't know that Baylor, Baylor got the respect they really deserved. I mean, they did at the end, God bless. Oh my God. They beat the crap out of them. God, it it felt like Gonzaga Gonzaga would just pass the ball and and the defender would just collapse down or just, you know, what just switch or whatever. It was just in their face. It was incredible. Just the hustle and the effort from Baylor was just unbelievable. So, I guess realistically, uh, obviously we're going to raise a glass to Baylor for getting that done. Uh, maybe that makes the bullshit with the the Lady Bears versus the uh, Huskies <laughs> a little bit more palatable. Maybe I don't remember the player that got you know a hand and an elbow in her face on that last shot, but. Um, you know the men, the you know the men's team finishing that off was was just incredible, really was, and th- they deserve some. You got to put some respect on that. You know, put some respect on it, as they say. Uh, but God, I mean, for for Gonzaga, man, it's just 
so close, you know, no cigar. And at some point you just, I, I, I just hope that for Mark Few and the university and, and those fans that they can get over the hump one day. You know, that that's a lot of... I, I thought this would be the year. I know, I know. Just, so did I. just thought that, you know, hey, maybe with all the COVID stuff and have a team that would just focus on basketball, we'd get it done, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I got to say in retrospect, man, I, nobody's going to asterisk Baylor, but I think people would have dropped an asterisk on, on, on Gonzaga. I do. I'm not saying it's fair, but I think had they had a perfect season... I think people would have just dropped the asterisk on them. Of course, because it's non-power. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, in any sport, perfect period is damn near impossible. So of course, of course. So I mean, how many times can you say really that's ever really happened in college basketball? I mean, not clearly, many. clearly, you know, NFL, you could. For the regular season, the Patriots had, and then you got the Dolphins. But in terms of completely wiping the board, you only got the Dolphins. The, That's it. I mean, and for, well, all the I mean great, for all the great teams that have been in the NFL, and same with college basketball. Granted, something like something like that would never happen in something like the NBA, NHL, or MLB, just because of the number of games. I mean, ironically, both NCAA and NFL, both uh, last perfect seasons were in the 70s. 76, man. Indiana. 76, Indiana, and 72, Dolphins. And, and we know with basketball in general, if your shooting's off, <laughs> even by a little bit, you, there's a really good chance you're screwed. And that was the thing with, with Gonzaga, man. Like, it was just it, – and with my Kentucky team, when they went against Wisconsin, like, you had this – Six-point lead under four minutes to go, and you lose it, you know, and you're 38-0 in a national semifinal game, and you go 38-1 in the season. And I, I never knew how much I could root for Wisconsin until that game happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, McGovern. I guess you, you're, you're number one a lot tonight, Justin. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like – there, there's a lots of teams you could root for, but Wisconsin, come on, bro. The, che- the cheese ain't that good. <laughs> no, probably not. Dad gum as Roy Williams. Dad gum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt bad. I felt bad for Gonzaga, man, because I, I really wanted. I didn't care about a perfect season. I just yeah. wanted Mark Few to get a national championship and get his due, because he, look, since two thousand. Teams have been trying to get him away from there, and he's he's wanted to build something there. And I, I just I look, people always get on Cal Perry for getting one championship, and I'm like, that's great. How many championships does Izzo have? One. How many championships does Bill Self have? One. Okay. Roy Williams has three. Coach K has five. They are the exception. You know, Patino has two, although one got taken away because of the whatever was going on at Louisville. It, it happened. I mean, whatever. But it happened. They he, did it. He won, he's got two national titles. And he's taken... Iona. What was it? Five different teams now to the NCAA tournament, including Iona. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Like, <sighs> it's all good. All right, let me ask you this, because we, we need to wrap up and get out of here. What is your either favorite or defining moment? I'm not going to say one shiny moment. What 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 is your defining like when you think back to this this March Madness this tournament? What is your like? This is my takeaway, man. This is what I got. This is what I remember the most. I mean, the one thing I'll remember is that we saw one of the, the most defining games that we've probably seen since Kentucky uh, Duke. Mm-hmm. And that was that UCLA Gonzaga game in the, of a game in the Final Four, where you saw like an 11 C push the overall number one C to the to limit, the brink. not just in regulation but in overtime. And you saw Johnny Jazang who transferred because he wasn't in the best situation to a school where he was put in a better situation and not only led them to the tournament, but led them to the final four. And quite frankly, had a first round pick, not hit an amazing half court beater would have had a chance in double overtime to do it. So my takeaway is, is you should not limit the transfers. The takeaway is is kids want to go to a school where they can accentuate their talents. And coaches will sell whatever they can to get you to come to their school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I met a kid who just happened to be meeting – or dating a cousin of mine at the time. He he went to Texas as a wide receiver when Mac Brown was there. And he and we were talking about, you know, football and basketball and things like that. And he goes, you know, I really wish that I wasn't lied to because I could have gone somewhere and really thrived. But when a school like Texas comes calling you know, and you live there, you go, you know, you go there, but he goes, I I was never given the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I think that the defining moment for me is seeing that a kid like Johnny Juzang, who went to Kentucky's freshman season, who feels like he could have contributed a lot more, but wasn't given that opportunity. Right. Got the opportunity to go to UCLA not sit out a season, led them to a Final Four, and damn near led them to the championship game, and has now got everybody to see how good he is, A, and B, apparently tonight just declared for the NBA draft. Correct. And that will get that opportunity. And I, I think that's the thing, like, like, to me, that's the defining thing. Like you just, these kids, yes, there's a lot of kids in transfer portal. They just want to go somewhere where they think that they can shine. Some of them will, some of them won't. That's okay. But they should not have to sit out a season. No. Just because the coach is a little bitch. Uh, I'm of the mindset that, you know, 
they should be able to move. They should be able to transfer at least once without penalty. And um, if there's other justifications, they, you know, I, I just, you know, all the stupidity like with the NCAA about bagels, right? What's on your bagel? Is that a yeah, plain bagel or, or is that like an everything bagel with uh, cream cheese on it? Exactly. You know, I mean, just so stupid, man. So dumb. So dumb. And it's like, like, you know, if they feel like they made the wrong choice, they should be able to make the yes. transfer. It, it, like you say, at least the first transfer. Right. Without having set out a season. I mean, you know, if a kid transfers every year along the way, there's probably something else going on. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I think it's okay to be like, all right, look, you know, we'll grant you a waiver on your first transfer. Just for whatever the reason is, you're not going to worry about it. Just do it. Like, I could see some kind of parameters that they're trying to operate by just to avoid players transferring around just, you know, because they can. And, not, and, and I hear you, yeah. but, like, you know, if you're there's a kid that was choosing between Ohio State and Michigan, and he took Michigan, but Ohio State would have ended up being the better fit, and he wants to go to Ohio State, he shouldn't have to sit out the season. No, he should not. Now, no. if it comes out that it was between him, Michigan – I, uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, and Indiana, you know, transfers to one school one year and then tries to transfer to the third school the third year. No, you you need to sit your ass out yeah. and think about this. Right. Like, but like, if it's the first choice and it doesn't work out, you should be able to transfer without penalty. I absolutely agree with you. Well, and the, and the same thing happens with college football too. It's not just college basketball. Correct. But the thing is, is like, and it's it's funny that this gets brought up because my trainer, apparently one of the guys he played with college football with had, was actually behind Kelvin Benjamin at FSU huh. and transferred to the current college he was going to and had to lose out on a year. And he literally, of course, that was the same year that also Benjamin declared for the draft. So he would have been the next man up, but he was too damn impatient. But he lost a year because he'd already redshirted. Mm-hmm. So he had to sit out for that entire year, and I and I agree. These kids, really, you know, they work as for as hard as they work, regardless of the sport, unless they, you know, unless they have their red shirt year where they can just take the year, get that fifth year in. Yeah, they should definitely just be able to go and play. It's it's really ridiculous that they do that. Yeah. Yeah, and coaches, you know, can just leave on a whim. But the players, you know, have to – well, before this year, had to sit out a year, and it, that that's all it was. Yeah. And that, that, that's just garbage. Uh, before we get to uh, far away, uh, Justin, uh-huh. uh, your thoughts on Ryan Fitzpatrick being the uh, Washington uh, football team quarterback? Love it. We will revisit that because I've got some stuff set aside for uh, old Fitzmagic. Uh I'm sure there's going to be some games where we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then there are going to be some games where it's going to be like, yeah, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, I'm, pre- I'm prepared for a little bit of humpy bumpy with him. Um, but I-, I like the signing. I think the team has made several good choices as I far as yeah. the signing of Fitz Magic. Yeah. As far as them. personnel management and yeah. yes, that's a short term solution i totally get that but that's a team oh. in that division that can compete for it 
and they should have a quarterback on staff on team that can legitimately lead them to that. Doesn't mean they're going to win a playoff game. Doesn't mean they're going to go go deep in the playoffs. But to me, if you know, unless Fitzpatrick is a dumpster fire, uh, and given the state of the division, they should be in that old seven and nine, eight and eight mix. They should be there. Be meaning there meaning slightly... they should probably win the NFC East. Yeah, they should be there or slightly better than <laughs> mediocre, which means they should win the division. <laughs> True story. I, I, I love the the identity that team is being built up to be. I, I just mm-hmm. love how how they finally have direction, unlike what they've had in the past. Yeah. Uh, Randy, as we wrap up, I did want to ask you one thing, man. Are you stoked about Jim, Buddy, and Jimmy Bayheim all up in the queues? <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy to me, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, three Bayheims, buddy. And well, and it's funny to think that. <laughs> but I mean, when you really look at it, how for Jim Bayheim, how proud does he have to be to have the opportunity to coach? You know, oh, coach a, a ton. Are you kidding? Proud Papa. So it's it's really cool to see. Um, obviously, we've seen Buddy Beheim can uh, can shoot, can mm-hmm. but except uh, against Houston, um, <laughs> can't win you guys them all, told bro. Me, you, you guys, you told me not to watch the game. I didn't. Then you're like, change my eye, watch the game. I'm like, oh, nope. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. We we're like, no, turn it on. It's not going well. Turn it on quick. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, they need I, some I, luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I had I, them in a Sweet Sixteen, so like I was not upset about that at all. I mean, I was happy they got as far as they did. I really wasn't expecting much this year because I didn't know what to expect this year. It was just it's the probably the craziest college basketball season in any in our lives that we've ever yeah. seen. So it, this, it, you know, and, and the crazy part is, it's like it's. You know, it was who's healthy, and you, you sit there, and you're getting ready to enjoy some games, and then all of a sudden the VC game gets canceled because they have players that are positive, no. and you're just like, what the fuck? Who do they think they are, the Vancouver Canucks? Jeez. I mean. Yeah, I, I, that, that, that was, like, tragic. That was tragic because you know these kids bust their ass the entire season and earn their spot. And just to have that happen when they did everything they possibly could. I know. And- yeah. I mean, you know, and, and we, I think we covered it last time, but still, it, it stings. It, it just stings because yeah. that, you know, that's just in, in, in my alma mater. They get to the 18 championship game, you know, they played a really tough schedule. And you just get to that point, and you just God, you get to that. What was it? I guess Saturday night, a couple hours before the game, that they called it, and that you're just like, wait, what? Hmm. Oh. And apparently, the, the the referee that had been uh, calling the game on Sunday had been sick, and had they played the game the Sunday before, they probably would have had a chance to recover. Probably. But Probably. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, no, because we're all kind of beat at this it's, point. It's three. It's time, man. Yeah. So uh, this is dedicated to Gonzaga, one of our favorite favorite clips. 
You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my goddamn money. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. You know what, Justin? Or, you know, this is also appropriate. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? You know, let's just hope that Gonzaga is able to shake this loss off. <laughs> That's funny. There you go. There it is. There you go, MacGuffin. Surprised you didn't say at the beginning of the game since they went down like 9 0 out of the gate that maybe they needed to, you know, turn back time and start that one over. You know, you got a little ahead of me there, bro. Because that was in the rotation. <laughs> because honestly, I was hoping they were able to let it go. Did you watch Baylor shoot threes? They damn for sure let it go. Oh, they let it go, all right. Baylor let it go. All I know is Joel Embiid let it go with .08 seconds or whatever it was. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine if that thing had gone in? Holy shit. That was an amazing shot. I don't don't care if it went in or not, but that was was an amazing attempt. That was great. Like, I know he went down in a heap, but I was like, dude, like, bruh, that, that was an amazing attempt right there. I, I, I would have no regrets about that one. No regrets. No regrets. No, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets, no man. Uh, like, and also, he, uh, go ahead. Like I just say, like, he, he let that one fly and. You know, normally you see that either the waist short or it's like ten feet over the rim. I know. No, he 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 was on it, and he was on he point was on it. He so, was on it. I, I have to imagine there's going to be a time that comes in the playoffs where he may hit one of those. Maybe. So I don't don't get too down, Joe. Like, <laughs> just just keep doing what you're doing. There's also a, a he's an MVP candidate. I mean, him I and Steph Curry are just just beasts this season. Giannis is, you know, Giannis is Giannis, but I mean, Joel Embiid is just a beast. Steph Curry's a beast. Giannis is a beast. Uh, Baylor's rebounding is a beast. Could they have banged into the glass any harder? I just, for some reason, I wanted to shoehorn that in there. Thank you. So, well, Shannon, of course, you know how this goes. The pod, when you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the... T- By the way, if you haven't watched Moana, it, that is a good movie. It is a good movie. Legit. That That's a good movie. Legitimately a good movie. <laughs> um anyway also, you know you know what else is a good movie what godzilla versus kong on I, hbo i haven't Max. watched it yet i gotta watch it look i've got 
uh, Godzilla and Kong. I've got the new Mortal Kombat movie, and I've got uh, what Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I gotta get through. I, I got and. I mean, one of these days I'm going to get the Fargo, but it's not this weekend and it's not today. I can tell and you It's that. not going to happen this weekend. I, I'm, no. I'm telling you, my Friday night <laughs> is going to be watching uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, in Immortal Kombat. And I may try to talk my talk my way into coming over to your house for a beer. Um, dude, if you want to come so, over, dude, bro, if you want to come over tomorrow night and drink beers and watch Mortal Kombat or some shit, we can totally I mean, do it. I, I've got, I've, I've got a fire stick. I can bring it over. I, hey, I, now you don't have to bring over your fire stick. I've got HBO Max from a friend of mine. Already covered. Done. Salute. <laughs> I have to watch Falcon Winter Soldier with the kids at least. Watch it with the kids. Yeah, they've been what dude they are like just the wife and the kid dude the wife and the kids are oh. like no 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 oh my they god won't let me watch it without them oh my god oh my god all right all right all right all right all right all right we need to wrap up and get out of here i do need to say one last thing though okay holy crap i can't believe i forgot about this i do need to drop a little bit of love for one of my uh lifelong best friends man and that is the one and the only jesse adams who doesn't have enough free time <laughs> in his life to even listen to a podcast. I, it's just it's just not happening these days as he's trying to, you know, get all entrepreneurial and with his doc, doctorate and all the stuff he's doing. But uh, I grew up with him. He's one of my best friends. I love him. And uh, I was sharp, dude, sharp, dude. And oh uh, he, 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 you know, he got married, which is still wild. What? what? He, he got married. I didn't know this. Yeah, he got married. We were we took part in the Zoom wedding uh, with Jesse, and uh, it is it is crazy, man. It was sweet. It was it was beautiful, and I, I know in in a different environment, like it, it would not have been a Zoom wedding. Uh, but you know, Jesse, I love you, and uh, oh, that's amazing. Congrats, yeah. Jesse. Congrats, man. man. Seriously. So, Randy, feel free to, to to text him or call him and give him some shit uh, for not. Uh, I think I might just have to do that. I I, I told him the other week he's got to <laughs> tell people that he got married. I can only wait, but so long. At some oh point, I just gosh. have to tell people it's been a, it's been a while. He needs to call or whatever text or Instagram. He take a message, take a note from all these <laughs> athletes, get on fucking Instagram. No, I mean, like I know his life, his life is super busy and, and wild with, with what he's trying to do, what he's trying to build. But uh, I was very thankful that uh, we were able to participate in that. It was a very small wedding. Again, I'm thankful for that, but uh, you know, best wishes brother. And as somebody that that has a, a a really healthy and a really good marriage, it's you know, and somebody that's gone that went through a lot of stuff to get to this point in my life, you know, uh, there are a lot of bumps and some bruises, and when you end up in a good situation in a good spot, it's something you have to treasure and something you have to appreciate and something uh, you know, it's just you know, when you really yeah. need to be thankful for whatever it is you believe. 
whether you're religious or spiritual or however you want to define just existence and the universe and your place in it. <laughs> uh, when things align and stuff works out, man, you take a moment and be grateful and be thankful, <laughs> right? Because a lot of stuff in life is a pain in the ass. And I, there's a lot of things that teach you lessons and some of those you're not receptive to. And so you have to take a lot of lumps the hard way. <laughs> You know, and I, I I think we've all taken our fair share. I know I've certainly taken mine, man. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, Jesse, I love you, and uh, I wish you all the best, and I'm glad that I was able to share in, in that moment with you all. And sorry my kids were obnoxious, but that's what you get for a Zoom wedding. I mean, what do you want? Womp, <laughs> <laughs> womp. Where, where, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, this this is what we need. Hold on. It's a great day for a Zoom wedding, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. That is outstanding. That is outstanding. It's a great way, great day for a Zoom wedding. <laughs> it was a great day for a Zoom wedding. It really was. A special thanks to his mother for blowing up the group chat with her political rants. It was oh, it, it was fantastic. People were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> people were dropping their Shay Caldwell bug eyes, man. It was, it, was, it was glorious. Oh my god, that dude! It was glorious. Maybe he has nightmares about that guy. <laughs> oh my god, it was glorious. Could have caught a touchdown against the Colts in that 06 championship <laughs> game, and he dropped it. <sighs> and his eyes were about as big as his helmet. By the way, Lindy will no longer be a mass hole. He will be a main hole. No, he is forever a mass hole. I know, I, I agree. Forever. He's, he's always going to be a mass hole in our hearts. <laughs> and our minds. And and that yes. OnlyFans ladies farts. He'll always be a mass hole there. In our hearts. Always be the mass hole in uh, mass lady farts. Our hearts and her farts. You'll always be yes. the mass hole. So, it's all good. Anyway. <laughs> all right, we need to get out of here. We need to get, get out of here. But, uh, Randy, get, uh, uh, follow up with Jesse this weekend and just give him some lip. <laughs> give him some lip about it. Yeah, I mean, that, that surpassed when you just called me out of the blue at work day one, one day, and I was like, by the way, I'm married. What? Because <laughs> I remember when you did that back in the day, and I'm like, wait a second, what the hell? Now I can really just be like, dude, seriously. Yeah, give him some grief. <laughs> and I warned him. I, 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 We had a text conversation. I was like, dude, you got to start telling people. I was like, you know, because I, I want to talk to people about it, but I was like, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to like step on the thing. Like, I want you to be able to announce it to everybody. But if you don't start telling people, like, I can only give you a couple of weeks, and then yeah. it's fuck off o'clock. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love you. I'm happy for you. F O H. But I mean, you get. I don't know if it were a month. I, I don't even remember what day. I'd have to look back at my calendar. It's at least several weeks. You know, once you hit a couple of weeks past your your marriage date, dude, whatever, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you celebrate. I'm gonna tell other people for you. That's on you, dude. <laughs> but I am happy for you. Oh, All man. kidding aside, I'm I'm super happy for you. Congrats, so, Jesse. Yeah, but congr congrats, congratulations, and we'll I'm gonna raise a glass in in your honor, man. Whew. 
Can't believe you found someone to put up with your ass either. Amazing. Very sorry. Mm. Good times. All right, gentlemen, let's get out of here. From all of us to all of you, we are the Sports Brew. As always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on our home feed on Podbean, certainly on iTunes, absolutely on Stitcher, whole bunch of other services, man. You like sports, you like bullshit, you like beer, you should like us. And if you don't, you're the dummy. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Woo. If you don't like us, you were probably on the bad receiving end of getting effed in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> My name is Humpty. Pronounce with a umpty. <laughs> you know, in a, in a, I was I was rereading Todd's text to me. And somebody he said somebody his, probably he, said, "Hey, Whitfield, <laughs> fuck thee." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So Todd said his dad's favorite drink was Tangerine and Tonic, and I'm uh-huh. sitting there thinking Snoop Dogg from his initial album, Tangerine Chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now, like gin and juice. I'm just like, oh, maybe maybe, maybe his dad was a big Snoop Dogg fan of gin and juice. Because mm. his dad loved Tangerine and Tonic, but Snoop talked about Tangerine and Chronic. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe Mr. Tooting was a big Snoop Dogg fan. Did did maybe. did Papa Tooting also appreciate Martha Stewart? Because if you appreciate Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, I'm, I'm just saying. saying. And, and Todd, you know, rest in peace to your dad. And this is no means trying to make fun or anything. We love you, buddy. But just trying to pay tribute to you and. Oh my god, I said we weren't going to have a long segment like two, and you know what we just did? An hour. Y'all are trouble, man. Total shocker. Oh my god. Total shocker. That's its own channel on Pornhub. Homeboys do too. I accidentally, I, I meant to pause the song. I accidentally paused Adobe Edition. Oh, <laughs> uh, that—that's my cue. That it's definitely—it's it, enough drink o'clock. Anyway, from all of us to all of you, yeah, yeah. Sipping on gin juice. Man, well, you know, look. <laughs> Throwdown Thursday, the sports brew. It's been a month. We got beer. We got liquor. We got stuff to celebrate sports and talk about. You know, you knew it was going to be a party up in here. You knew that. That's right. RIP DMX. RIP DMX, man. One more time, raising the glass and kicking some ass, brother. Yes, sir. Ah. Yes. Anyway. Mr. DMX, uh, that's, that's a shame, man. It is. All right, man. RIP. But look, from all of us to all of you, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with our crap. I'm going to have a miserable Friday trying to edit this. And hopefully, Shannon and I are hanging out tomorrow night watching a damn movie. 
Anyway. Bring your ass down, Randy. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Ain't nobody else gonna be here. I got no no wife, no kids, man. We can be loud and be drunk. It'll be fantastic. Anyway, from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Thanks for uh, sharing and caring or whatever, or putting up with our crap and listening. Uh, even if you had to do it in like five different parts, which at three hours, you probably had to suffer through a little bit. Welcome to the Sports Brew. Get over it. From all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace out and good night now. So whatever it is you puffin' on, I got you thinking that you Superman. I got the kryptonite, should I smack him with my dick in the mic? Yeah, niggas is characters, not even good actors. What's gonna be the outcome? It's out of all the factors. You whack, you twisted, your girl's a hoe. You broke, the kid ain't yours, and everybody knows. Your own man say you stupid. You be like, so? I love my baby mother. I never let her go. I'm tired of weak-ass niggas whining over foot that don't belong to them. What the fuck is wrong with them? They fuck it up for real niggas like my mans in them Who get it all from the strength for their hands with them Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me go all out Up in here, up in here Y'all Yeah Alright, alright friends As always, you know I love you guys Thanks for everything And we'll catch you on the flip side, man See, Good seeing you, bro Good night Good night Late Night guys Night guys